This is Movies, a podcast about the act of cinema. And with me today, of course, is Hans. And Hans decided this evening that we were going to stream live. We were going to stream live on Twitch.tv. And Hans, what, what is this? Is it, are you just missing the Civic TV days? Are you missing the days of watching Dragon Ball or getting caught in a bad movie? And how many Indian films did we wind up watching throughout the run of Civic TV? A couple and a couple of Indian quality movies, uh, that even if they weren't Indian. Uh, I think, yeah, I, I think just to, I don't know, to change it up a little bit, make it a little bit more interactive. And I've also seen people making money while live streaming, so we're like, this is something we could be. Are you saying we're not so. making enough money doing this show? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're probably right. Yes. I, think, I, think you're, I think that's a correct assessment. Is there's not enough money being made with this program. <laughs> Uh, well, we're yeah. going to be talking today, and just to make sure, are we going live right now on on? Twitch? No, you need to join. You need to join. I did the... join. Look, I've gotten pretty old. Oh, I didn't hit enter studio. Excuse me. Um, for yeah. those of us who are just listening live, go to patreon.com slash lowers, and you'll get the video of this, and the video is going to be clean. It's not going to be like one of these, these streams you see on Twitch or on YouTube or anything like that, where it's a little laggy. Uh, no, we're recording locally for this, but... We are also broadcasting this episode live for those who want to tune in. And um, Hans is the one who is uh, currently, uh, you know, what do, what, do you, what do you call the guy who works behind the stage at the Oscars, who manages the cameras and you know, the technical elements? That's you. You're the Steven Soderbergh of this. You're directing this episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm the minority trying to figure out how this works. Minority the, Report. That was a good Spielberg movie, wasn't underpaid. it? Spielberg one, yeah, that's the the Irishman movie. What's his name? Oh, was that hey, Tom Cruise? Who, you know, Spielberg just movie? he just got nominated for best director, I think, at the Academy Awards this year. Did you check out West Side Story? No. Oh. Did you? Well, I guess that's movies for this night. Um, no, <laughs> I I did not see West Side Story. I was kind of waiting for that to go to HBO Max. It's not yeah, one I'm even excited if I, for. Even if it goes to HBO Max, I doubt it. What's that? Well, do you have HBO why? Max? Yeah, you do. Yeah, but um, they, they do something really shitty with Latin America, where they just don't they don't release the you know when they have that exclusive movie or whatever or early release or whatever we don't get that. So we didn't oh, get right. Nightmare Alley or, or whatever that movie's called. We didn't get The Matrix until like a month later. But we're still paying the same rate, so it's just it's great. That's outrageous. That's the one bit. Look, I think HBO Max certainly has its benefits over Netflix, over Amazon Prime, Hulu, all these different, um, you know, uh, streaming options. But that's the big hallmark of it is while you might be able to see a fairly decent or high production movie um, at a at a very reasonable rate. Now, Hans, you're typing to me in text. You're still not there on the stream yard. But here's the, here's the thing. Yeah. I did join, and it said ended at 45 seconds. So you sent me the link to the old one oh. that you killed. Well, I am stupid, so that makes <laughs> No, that's the thing, Link. Let me... Uh, I wonder if I have... Maybe I have to start it first. Well, you know, it's like, all right, well, just invite me again, and we'll, we'll figure this out. We're just... We're, you know, we're acting like we're first-timers at this streaming thing, but we've really done this about 12 times over and just have never gotten better at it. So, yeah. 
were entry. All right. So I recently checked out Nightmare Alley. Um, a lot of people were gushing about this film, and that's fine. You know, I, I think it's an okay movie for the year, and certainly for Guillermo del Toro. But, it, I mean, it did it did not impress me by, by any measure. Um, it looked good. It had some decent performances from, from Bradley Cooper and Willem Dafoe and Kate Blanchett, who I just think is like a, a complete blank slate as an actress. I don't know what she really brings to the table that anyone finds interesting. Uh, but... Certainly, you know, not, nothing to write home about. Yeah, I wonder if it's just a Del Toro thing that now, well, because of his name, you know, people are going to pay attention. But he's another one of those, uh, and I don't want to throw him in the same category as Kevin Smith, uh, but what was the last, you know, he had the, the Shape of Water, and then after that, is this just this one? This is, this well, it's just ne- this one. Next one. I think it's just this oh. one. So, oh, well. yeah. Um, he, he, I wasn't he, really impressed with The Shape of Water either. I feel like that one was kind of a, like that year. I don't understand why that one won. It's because they want, they were very desperate to give it to a Latin American man. That's about it. Uh, the previous winners were Alejandro Inaratu Gonzalez. What and and no. um <laughs> Who's that, the one before that for Gravity? That's right. He just switched. I think he just switched the last name. Uh, Alfonso Cuaron, right? That was one. Uh, who, who didn't he also did Birdman? Or am I am I fucking that up? I think that was that was Inaraktu. He did Birdman, Inaraktu. and he did uh, he got Best Picture for The Revenant the year after that. Revenant, did, right. right, 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 right. Yeah, I'm sorry, the... I'm getting my Mexicans wrong. Yeah, <laughs> confusing Mexicans. It was kind of a trifecta where um, you had the winner of Gravity, uh, the director of Gravity winning. Then you had Inaratu winning for Birdman and then for The Revenant. And then somebody else got it in between. It wasn't like it wasn't like a streamlined victory for Latin America. But then Guillermo wins in 2018, I want to say it was. I can't be certain of that, though. So Cuaron won for oh did you ever do you remember roma i do remember not. roma no oh, no, you no, did. Did I, you see I, it? The, no i i yes i actually did wind up seeing it and it was, it was like what's the fuss about what i don't understand um it went straight to the criterion collection and netflix and it was a big hubbub but really it was nothing special or important or interesting i think people were just feeling especially sensitive about immigrants around that time and yeah. that's probably why it wound up winning yeah it's uh black and white and that's it <laughs> it's yeah. a it's a maid that's poor i wonder if it's just a, a thing of uh you know when rich white people see how poor people live in other countries it's like oh my god this is so brave and so inspiring, and that's that's all you need to sell this movie. Just make just make it a very sad poor people story, and make it like kind of artistic with that black and white, and you got that winner there. Well, there was another movie out around that time that was not as artistic um, that Mike White wrote and maybe directed that starred Penelope Cruz, and I remember trailers for this movie around late 2016, early 2017. Uh, and the title is escaping me, but it's so on the nose. It's about a 
Latin American maid who lectures like a wealthy white family that she takes care of or something. It's very knives out, but not knives out. Knives out meets Roma. Can we just take a look at the trailer for this? Didn't they do, uh, didn't that, I think Netflix or HBO Max did a, a, a movie or a series called Made recently with a girl from um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, what's her name? The skinny girl, the feet, Margaret something. Mario Robbie? Margaret no, Qualley. Qualley. Yeah, 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 her. And she plays the poor maid. And it's like, she does not She's look. white. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me pull that up. Like, Let's see right. it. I saw that and I was like, okay, so this is based on a real, like, a true story of this Mexican maid, but she does not look Mexican. And uh, let me pull that up. Uh, so this is this is who is supposed to be your maid. At your home, <laughs> like they didn't even ugly her up or anything. It's just hey, put your hair back and. But she's got kind of you're... a homely, natural, homely look to her, wouldn't you say? I, 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 not a Mexican maid homely look, though. No, you're certainly right about that. Not even close. Not even like Guatemalan. No. By the way, this is the um, poster too. Like that. Oh, so she's like a. a no. So if uh, young Hillary Clinton was your maid, that's what the the promotional image here looks like. For those who are tuning in live on Twitch right now who have no idea what we're looking at, what we're talking about, go sign up at patreon.com slash lowers and you will see that. You'll be able to fill in all the gaps. See, this is what we like to do is sprinkle in some gaps depending on whatever platform we're on. So you can only get the whole picture if you're paying us. $5 a month will get you the full unfiltered video which oftentimes can't even stay on YouTube because I'm I'm getting hit left and right with copyright claims because we look at clips now. We've been doing all these clips and trailers, and they don't like that. Universal especially hates that. That's awful. You need to just be what a huge channel for them to not care. You to be they, uh, they would care twice as much. Stockmanize. Mm. <laughs> you need to stockmanize those ads. Is people. he still at it? I thought he quit. I haven't seen any videos from him. Margaret Qu- now, know, do you, you want know, to watch the trailer for Maid? Yeah, let's let's take a look at this. <laughs> okay. All right. Why are you here? We don't have anywhere to sleep tonight. So you're homeless. I had a home mm. and then we left it. So we got to talk throughout this because the people who are watching live watch right now are just going to have right. two silent faces. Right, 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 right. I forgot. Okay. Also, her oh. hairline's terrible for a 20-something-year-old girl. My God. Yeah, it's... It's very like New York Jewish man who's like prematurely balding. So it's very Wallace Shawn. Like yeah, both of his the sides of his forehead are not uh, balding at the same time. So it's just one of them is a little higher than the other. Mm-hmm. Is she is she Andy McDowell's daughter? Because for whatever reason, I told myself this was Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's daughter. No, no, no. I think it was Andy McDowell's. Daughter. Okay. Now. Her other daughter is starring in a brand new movie that comes out tomorrow. Are you aware of this? No, what is it? Shut in? It's shut in. Oh, I am aware of this. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna watch it. We should watch it live. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Broadcasting uh, it live. <laughs> that, that seems um you know, we got a good relationship. 
that's that's going with certain individuals related with that. And um, I mean, most of all, I just wouldn't want to piss off Vincent Gallo. But here's the thing: okay. our integrity as voices in the in the in the how would you describe the general atmosphere of film or film uh, discussion that we exist in? What would you call that? Um, I can't. We'll get banned if I say. If I Fags say corner. I there you go. That's it's that's what everyone calls it yeah. in their spare time. Now, as the as the designated the voices, corner. the designated voices of integrity <laughs> of that, we have to say. If this movie sucks, if this movie's a big old piece of shit, I can't sugarcoat that now because we walked in. We walked into the trap. I've decided to do this film podcast where we talk about movies. And yeah. good old Jacob A. Miller said, hey, why don't we do a show on shut-in? And I can tell stories about my time on shut-in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But what if it's bad? But what if it what? fucking sucks? Listen, I don't think we should be saying that on stream, though, because if they don't see an episode now, it's like, oh, it's because... The it's lost episode, stuck. that in Fear City. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I yeah, I guess. I don't know. I... You know how I feel about shit. What did you think? Oh, okay, so there's three trailers to shut in right now. Yeah. What did you? I'll but tell you I right off. We're not going to talk about. Fuck it. We're already talking about it. It's tomorrow. It's yeah. an exciting moment because this guy's technically back, right? Yeah. He's yeah, been. Yeah. They did add a racism and anti-Semitism card to his Wikipedia page. Now that's part of his history. It wasn't before. So, I mean, people people have their eyes on it, even if it's in a minimal capacity at the moment. There were three trailers to shut in. I don't know if you've seen all three of them. I have. No. My opinion so far has been the first trailer looked really good. The second trailer, I started to go, hmm. The third trailer, I was like, ah, uh, well, oh, hey. I'll, uh, I guess I'll watch that. I think That's... I've seen the, the first and third, maybe. Because I don't really, I don't really care for when production companies put out like five different trailer for your movie. And it's like, well, I just watched the whole fucking movie. Thanks. Like I watched the first one and maybe one that's closer to a release date and that's it. So I think I caught that first one where we were talking about it. And it was like, this looks good. Mm-hmm. And then the third one where he was kind of like, oh, oh, this is really lingering a bit of on the, the shot quality. of that cross. Yeah. Quality, quality drop there. Yeah. Oh, the, it felt very um, red state-ish. You know? Oh, damn. You got Kevin Smith on the a... brain tonight, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because like that movie is so on the nose too with like the imagery and like the religious whatever message he's trying to say with that that it felt very much like that where it's like oh there's a, a cross and now we're gonna linger on the cross oh, okay i see in fairness to kevin cool. smith that movie came yeah. out when like 2009 or 2008 2010 something like that. Yeah, yeah 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 i mean that was right after was it right after zach and miri came out and then cop out bombed that because that yeah. kind of that was that was the first level of stage two of his career and it showed that he could do like a seri- pseudo serious thriller horror film 
Because I remember liking Red State. I watched it again recently. I thought, that's not bad. That was fine as like a horror movie. But you're right. Yeah, of course, it's very... Especially now, post-2016, there's a lot of mm-hmm. shit that gets ruined or things that were tolerable before and now are just like, I, I can't even palette this. Yeah, um, well, this this was his... Uh, I'm going to show everyone that I can actually direct. And the fact that Bruce Willis, Willis cucked me doesn't mean that I'm not talented. So then he made his most on Kevin Smith movie he could make so that people would be like, oh, you know what? All right. I have, this is exciting. What what do you got next? And then he had Tusk and Yoga Hosers. <laughs> so, Was there nothing yeah. else in that time but between Red State um, and Tusk? There's a couple of Jay and Silent Bob get old and Jay and Silent Bob get Irish specials. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think he directed those. I think those are um, they just featured him because that, that that's uh, yeah, his podcast. Is I think and more. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then after that is Tusk and Yoga Hosers. Yeah. Which I'll tell you what, right now a lot of people don't like that Yoga Hosers movie, and I agree that's a bad movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I do I own it. I bought it. It's a rare item. It's a rare commodity. And they they look. I've been. Singing the praises of Vinegar Syndrome and uh, anyone else who puts a little, little more effort into their Blu-ray packaging. Now, I got Yoga Hosers off eBay, and it's a standard case and, um, you know, standard printing for the, the cover. But um, the the print on the, the side there is all, like, faded, and it looks like really shitty copy printer ink. They really didn't care at all they, they said no one's buying this who cares let's just use what, what do you use at uh at like the local dentist's office when they print print up their their just their facts right, right, right. we'll do just that whatever paper yeah. yeah do you remember when those uh i don't even know if dvds used to do this but they would ha- they would come with an address that you could mail and then it would be like a mailing list type of thing i certainly do uh where like because I don't remember them being booklets in most DVDs. It was usually just like one single page, right? Unless you got like a special edition where they would actually put any effort into it. Or maybe I just did, I just would buy DVDs on the $5 bin all the time. <laughs> so maybe that's why all of those versions are shitty. But I remember that. And I remember, well, I guess all of that died when like the whole Columbia House thing happened. Did you ever take advantage of that scam? Uh, I certainly did. That was one of the easiest ones you could do. I, I scammed them when I was eight years old. I said, all right, my aunt, <laughs> my I'll use my aunt's name or whatever, and yeah. uh, I'll claim a free videotape or two off of this. And I got a copy of Akira in the mail when I was about eight or nine years old. And I remember being like, because I saw pictures to it in um, in the uh, 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 the magazine, and it looked a lot like Batman the Animated Series, or parts of it did. And I was like, well, that's interesting. Maybe I'll go with that. So I wound up doing that. I got the videotape to Akira for whatever their minimum was, like a penny or a nickel, five cents, or however they wound up doing it. I feel like I got something else as well. I think I got actual, like, the Columbia House used to put out videotapes. And you could get a set. And I got Batman the Animated Series that way um, through them. And then it all dried up after about one or two cycles. They they got on and cut me off. Well, it's, a, it's a service that relies 100% on the honor system. But mm. the, the people that are, because I took advantage of it when I was 17, living in New Mexico with my uncle. 
I barely knew what her address was, but I remember that I, I bought a bunch of like, or I got, didn't really buy them, a bunch of like new metal and like punk CDs. And then, because it's Columbia House, they were all censored. So it was like the safe version of all of them. So there was no cursing at all. And I was like, oh, well, this is not as exciting as it could have been because all the curses is just like blank on the songs. So uh, there's some songs that I listened to later that I was like, oh, oh okay. So I guess they curse in this, but I didn't know because I didn't know the language that well. It was more like a sound-based thing. So I'd be like, oh, all right, that, it makes sense. That no yeah. one's saying anything here, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, that that reminds me. Did you see today that they said that they originally approached Eminem to play Mad Max in the Mad Max Fury Road film before Tom ooh. Hardy? No. That was the, I don't I don't know who was thinking that. I mean, you think about his filmography. He was in Eight Mile as someone who was very similar to himself, and then his next role was Funny People as himself. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how if I would uh, trust uh, Marshall Matters and his facial expressions, which is that role pretty much just yeah. He well, maybe one, that like, maybe that was ten lines, maybe right. That might have been the idea. Is we don't actually need him to act for this. He can just kind of, and he looks naturally angry most of the yeah. time. So maybe that was it. And they would think, oh, well, that's interesting. Know. I'm not interested, by the way, in that um, sequel that they have coming out with Anya Taylor, like nobody from the the last Mad Max film. But it's still what is there a prequel about Furiosa or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, why? It's such a weird thing to focus on in that whole universe. Like, I'd rather, like, Immortan Joe, like, what's his backstory? Why is he such a monster, like a blob? You know, I'm more interested in that than, you know, the girl that has no arm. And she's badass. They they also kind of told her story in the movie, right? It was she's... her movie. Yeah, yeah, everybody agrees with that now, anyway. Um, that's not even really a Mad Max film. He's very much so a supporting character in that. Right. Um. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I, I. I like George Miller. I don't think he's a bad director by any means. He hasn't had really any duds. I mean, even Babe and Babe Two are quality films. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Happy Feet Two. Whatever. Yeah. He's got an eye for for composition and for building, you know, extravagant sets and films. So I. I mean, look. If the, the same amount of effort is put into that that was put into Mad Max, and Mad Max, I think, took. It took a long time to shoot that. It took like three years, four years, something like that. So I'm I'm open to it, but I have a feeling it's going to be Mad Max as shot on the same set as The Conjuring 3. Right? Because why go to Australia? Why do it for real? People might get sick. Oh, they might get the cold. Is it, is it going to streaming or is it like a, a film, like a real? They're done. They're done doing the streaming real shit. Movie. They said they were going to stop that for this year. So, unfortunately, I i mean, I might not be seeing the Batman for, for quite some time. I'll have it. We'll, we'll, we'll have it soon enough. I'm sure that will be one that will be leaking into that site quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just well, saw House of Gucci tonight. Was that nominated for anything? It was nominated for Best Makeup. But that's about it. That, I was about to say that's like probably the only good thing about it. <laughs> the hair and makeup on it because uh, yeah, I, have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it yet. 
Okay, I couldn't figure, and it might just be me being foreign, but I couldn't figure out if they were trying to sound Italian or sound like Borat for like 80% of the movie. Because mm. the accents were so like buried into trying to sound Italian, but a lot of the time it was just very my wife-ish, you know, where I was yeah. just like, I don't understand who they're, is this supposed to be like a very Italian family or like they forgot mid, you know, dialogue that they're supposed to be Italian. Well, there's um, a clip of Jared Leto going, it's a me, Paolo, <laughs> like, like he's from Mario 64. So they don't, look, acting came second. I'm, I'm sure the, that's no surprise. He goes, he goes all in with it. And it's just every time he's on the screen, you're just like, oh, right. You can tell he's just like, I'm just going to have fun with this ridiculous looking fucking bald mustachioed character and he goes full like super mario on it so every time he's on screen at least you can tell that if he's not having fun it's just fun to look at him on screen because he's so ridiculous uh everyone else is just i don't know it's just kind of boring like it's not a very interesting story to tell to begin with Mm -hmm. uh it's a two and a half hour movie that could be cut at least 40 50 minutes um because it, it doesn't again it doesn't really tell anything interesting it's a lot of just uh well uh this is a family business and uh, we have to keep it a family business and then it becomes a not a family business so now it's not a family business and the movie ends two and a half hours so it's nothing yeah it's nothing you know mind-blowing i'm sure that like i know nothing about that family so i was like maybe i'll i'll learn something but the only thing i learned was that everyone was just kind of shitty um uh, so it's not it's not a very compelling story, especially for a two and a half hour movie. So I'm did you kind of... um, did you ever see the the yeah. Ryan Murphy American Crime Story, uh, the assassination of uh, Gianni Versace? No, I was just curious how that weighs against this House of Gucci film, which clearly has well, obviously it's got fifty times the budget and star power. But yeah. I, I thought that was a yeah. fairly decent uh, method of handling that material. Now, House of Gucci, a lot of people have just said, is kind of a joke. It's kind of an unintentional comedy. Yeah. Well, with Jared Leto, it is. Uh, mm-hmm. I think a, uh, everyone else is actually trying to sound like the character, I'm guessing. Do they give Pacino uh, lady, a lot of screen time? He's got like half an hour, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's you know what he, I, at the beginning. He's a major character. He looks like shit, by the way. Well, I mean, I know he's like eighty, but the, holy Jesus! Here's what I learned from Cisco today. He was just sharing. Oh yeah, uh, he was working with an actor who has worked with Al Pacino quite a lot, and uh, his his two big uh, shares regarding Al Pacino were that Al Pacino is always escorted on and off the set by two to three beautiful women. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that Al Pacino is a complete functioning uh, heroin addict, which I was like, oh, really? Wow. That's that's something. That's that's a, that's a very interesting uh, piece of information. Um, so who said this? Anthony? You want to say his full name so that he can get to? I don't know. I, I have, I, maybe I just dreamt this up. I don't know. Al Pacino? I think maybe he meant uh, who's the star of Maniac, the big old meathead? Uh, that guy. He's dead, right? That's who I meant. Joe, Joe Spinell, yeah. <laughs> Which I would believe that about him too. He kinda kinda looks like him now, yeah. Sure. Yeah, he's uh he just plays an old old grumpy guy that he almost cries in one scene because he's very upset. But um 
he's fine in it. Like I, I, I think if he starts, well, he, I don't, I guess he doesn't really have much of a choice. Moving into like grumpy old guy, like uh, uh, De Niro did, uh, he'll be fine. He'll he'll do enough Adam Sandler comedies to to live comfortably for his next what five ten years that he has left. Yeah, the last five uh, years of his life. That's yeah. Right. If he really is just using heroin nonstop and he has that work ethic and he has a more respectable career than Robert De Niro right now, then he's an American hero as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. What is a functional heroin addict, though? Like, how does that... Maybe you just get enough money where you can fill in all the, uh, you know, the problem areas that a heroin addict would typically, you know, run into, which is what, like, going, going to work? All right, well, someone else is going to drive you to work. You just have to show up to the set. What else is it? Um, getting food? Well, you're right. rich. That's pretty simple. I wonder I wonder if they're doing the uh, earpiece thing that Bruce Willis does with uh, all of those, you know, those mm. movies where he just makes like a million or like half a million of those Russian movies or like. He ain't making that much. Vicious. He would Listen, he wouldn't be doing 12 of those a year if he was making that Here's what I have heard about Bruce. Uh, maybe we've talked about this before. I'm pretty sure you can pay Bruce Willis 15 grand. He'll show up for two hours. Whatever you get, oh, wow. you get. I've got a very Bruce Willis-like hair going on right now. I don't know if you wanted to. Yeah, you, know. you should start doing roids. That's what you, what's the down? Hey, what would be the downside of you doing roids? Really, zits maybe? Um, yeah, little balls. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. What is the downside of anyone doing roids? Anger fits. You might, <laughs> yeah. you, might you, you might kill your uh, mentally handicapped son and, and wife and, and go wrestle. Um, yeah. Didn't somebody just recently have a very Chris Benoit style turn that might have been oh, attributed to roids? I th- maybe I don't know. I, I might be thinking of something else. But yeah, I mean, the big thing with, with steroids is your head growth. Right, so maybe right. maybe you'd have that too. Uh, you lose hair, but your your bone structure yeah. is going to get rocked. So your head is just going to start to become a little more. Bu- like you can take a look at Kumail Nanjiani before and after. Well, and you'll see. You're going to look example. like the the villain from The Mask. Do you remember? Oh fuck yeah, that is kind of how everybody with steroids <laughs> uh, uses steroids winds up looking as the villain. From, that's a good call. I don't even Which, remember who played him. Peter Green. Uh, That's another guy okay. that Cisco knows who is not a functioning heroin addict. He's just a heroin <laughs> addict. I wanted him for Mass State Lottery. He's great in a movie called, oh, God. Um, it's in the Criterion Collection. I think it's called. There. That's everyone that takes steroids. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kumail. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, your cheekbones stick out, your chin. Yeah, and then your forehead gets big for whatever reason. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And also, I I love that Kumail did that so that they can turn him into like a. I thought you know what? Because um, I remember that in one episode, or I don't know if it was in a Civic TV episode, that we joked about that about how Kumail got ripped so that he could play like a Bollywood dancey character in this movie or whatever. And then you watch the movie, and he. <laughs> He yeah. is that Bollywood like there's like a dancing scene. He got ripped to wear a dress and dance yeah. like a woman. Yeah. So good for him. <laughs> good for Kumail. 
Here's the real he reason why he this. why he got ripped is so he can leave his wife for some much younger woman. That's the actual reason no one's going to tell you about except for like four years from now. So well, his wife is like in that whole uh, Los Angeles uh, alternative comedy scene too. So. Mm. So yeah. she'll she'll say about two years after, oh, he raped me. Kumail right. stuck his fingers in my ass, and I said, no, please. That's supposed to be, that's my that was supposed to be my vagina, not my asshole, right? Kumail's knuckles that grew five times its <laughs> own size within four months <laughs> were deep inside of me when I say yes, yeah. Well, well, um, you know what, uh, and I just thought of him because of silicon valley but uh, do you know what tj miller is up to now he just appeared on a podcast with like adam carolla or something he's trying to yep. take a cons- he's trying to be the conservative <laughs> comedian he's doing the brian callen thing like oh yeah i can't yeah. believe cancel culture has gone this crazy it's like dude you, you call that- a bomb threat on a fucking train what do you mean cancel culture <laughs> he's gotten crazy you're a coke is that what happened is yes. that what happens with there's a rumor of you uh, bottling someone in their vagina <laughs> in front of your wife at like a sex party, and then you're just like, "Well, I guess I'm conservative now." <laughs> that's it, that's just, exactly you know, how it goes. Everybody who's yeah. here's what I've learned. Okay, here here's what I've and why I'm completely out on politics and caring about whatever outcome happens because it's all fruitless. Um, by the time the let's all say, let's all say, everyone watching this right now is like, yeah. Liberals are annoying people. Liberals yeah. suck. They've enabled an environment of censorship and this this really shitty, uh, soft, gay authoritarianism with the mask and the vax and yeah. everything else. And you can't say words yeah. that begin with the letter like N. You know, yeah. you can't scream that from your balcony anymore yeah. in the most Even if you diversified want city. No. Even if you want to so bad more than anything in the world. When they screw up your ever. order at, at, at the Popeyes, you can't say words anymore. Is that the kind of <laughs> hostile environment, country that we're living in? What yeah, is even this? if you if you got three wishes with a genie, he still wouldn't let you say it. <laughs> that word. <laughs> that the one word. Yeah. Hmm. So that's the I mean, now, let's say let's say let, and this is all hypothetical. Let's say you're yeah. just of that opinion. And you look, yep. maybe you can point to a hundred different things that would validate that opinion. Right. Okay. And I'm not even saying you're wrong. Maybe that's right. Okay. Now let's think about this. Some time is going to pass. And eventually people are going to come around to your side of things because that's just how it works. Regardless if you're right or wrong, people are going to wind up on your side and then it's going to tip the boat. And yep. when that happens, when that eventually does happen, it ain't going to be your side anymore. It's going to be the same people you were just annoyed at that came over to you because yep. they got sick of their side. And that's exactly what's happening right now. And that's why you got guys like TJ Miller or JK Rowling yeah. or all these people who got alienated from what they were so vehemently defending over here. And that's going to be your side and the side that went, it's all going to be the same no matter what is what I'm saying. So it, it's kind of pointless to have any sort of um, live or die attitude about the outcomes of, of social shit and culture because it's all fluid and it's all just everybody, everybody who's your enemy two days ago could very well be your ally and then you might just have more of those on your side than not. So why bother? So yeah. um, Also, they've ruined the word ally. 
Like every time I hear that word, I just get annoyed now. Because mm-hmm. you just know they, if they're mentioning an ally, it's someone very annoying, probably. Let, let's just check out what uh, Adam Carolla Truth Yeller. Oh, <clears throat> telling it like it's, it is. Uh... <laughs> I love Adam Carolla because he tells it like it is. <laughs> you know, he's one of those guys that goes on Fox News and tell it like it is. Wait, did you share audio? Yeah. Here we go. We're taking a look at T.J. Miller's stand-up. Oh, sorry. No, this is not stand This is a live this is interview with Adam Carolla. Well, this is Truth Yeller. That's Adam Carolla's show for Daily Wire. Why are they standing and holding microphones like this is a comedy show? Like this is stand-up well, they're or sit- they're sitting on Well, they're sitting on the stage on two stools uh, commenting it. about liberals, I, I guess. I don't, I don't know. And, and, you know, TJ has Yogi Bear money. You know, he doesn't have to do this. But I guess after you're canceled by your side, what else do you have left if you want to keep doing things, I guess? Can we just, can we, can we comment on, on, on what do we do? Why do they make Adam Corolla Asian? Like he's Chinese all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, God. What do you think that is? Botox? Botox that has fucked his face up? And makeup, yeah, horrible, horrible makeup, yeah. Normally, because I've I've never told you this, but whenever I do your show, and I've done it several times, thank you. Um, I always feel like I bombed. What? Oh, so, because I'm not slapping my. Knee what is going on with Adam Carolla's upper lip here, where it looks like he's kind of got a rash? Have you ever noticed this? He's always he's had this not forever, but. Like five years, it just seems like he shaved his upper lip wrong, and it's a little raw all the time. Hey, he's got like fat lips. He's got BJ lips. Yeah. Damn, he really does look like an Asian caricature, <laughs> don't he? He's a propaganda yeah, poster from Pearl Harbor times. <laughs> <laughs> What happened with T.J. Miller? Why does he look so, like, young and soft? Yeah. Is that just well, we how... Beard. Right. Has he always just looked like that, but just without the beard? Well, he lost... It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he blew up, that's what he would look like. Kind of Jewish-ish. Uh, like, chubby Jewish. But then on... um, uh, What's that fucking show? How did I forget the name already? Um, Silicon Valley. Yes, he was like fat and had a beard and long hair and everything. I guess he cleaned up because uh, conservatives don't like long hair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing. No, that's probably 100% it. You know what I mean? He's probably trying to get the stink of his, his former life off of him. Yeah. Yeah. No, no bottles allowed on stage. No, who finds Adam Carolla? Like, what does he say that's funny? <laughs> Can we just pull Adam up? Can you type in Adam Carolla joke and see what what happens? Because I, I, I it's like Nick DePaulo, but even less funny. I didn't well, even know he was a stand-up. Nick DePaulo at least has like a personality. Adam Carolla's just like yeah, eh, eh, eh. yeah, a lot of. Okay, so should I just play the stand-up for twenty twelve? No, that's too far back. That's see, this is this is the the whole grace period of time where you could talk about politics, 
And it was kind of 50, it was not 50-50, but it was kind of a little more back and forth and less so cemented in two different things like it is now. Well, hold on. He takes on progressives. Let, let's see what uh, Bri- why is he not fucking talking? Uh, what brilliant commentary Adam Carolla has to say. Mm. Uh, man shows Adam Carolla, by the way. Of course. Is that the best thing he ever did is the man show? Yeah. Damn. Didn't know that. Thank you, Adam. Started with smokers, right? So back in the day, they'd go, uh, you go into a club, you go to a restaurant, you smoke wherever you wanted. You smoke in a surgical center, smoke in a... He kind of has a look like a ventriloquist dummy, the way that suit hugs his neck. Yeah. Smoke on an airplane. That's right, smoke. So you go into a restaurant, you start smoking. And then at some point, one of these all woke, no joke douchebags went up to the smokers and said, hey, man, uh, the smoke's getting in here with the general population. Why don't we make you a smoking section? The smokers said, all right. They picked up their ashtrays and their drinks. Not a bad thing. (laughs) I don't know why that's like, oh, I don't know. I was watching a video of a donut shop that, you know, when we were shooting in Brockton, we were actually right nearby it. And I was kind of like, there was something almost like comfortable. I mean, I was also watching an old Dunkin' Donuts video and people would just go into Dunkin' Donuts and sit down and they wouldn't give you like a to-go cup or anything. You would have to sit and have like a glass, a mug of coffee and enjoy it. It I mean, look, you can't stop at Dunkin' Donuts if you you don't have more than 10 minutes. Yeah, I don't like that. You don't like that? I don't like sitting. I don't like sitting at the establishment at all. I hate that shit. I just want to get home. I want to be comfortable in my boxers at home drinking whatever it is. I don't want to be sitting there while there's that homeless man yelling at other homeless men behind you. It, no, yeah, hold on straight. a second. <laughs> it wasn't like that before. That is a post-2000 thing. 100%. Right. Okay? And I'm, maybe that's the case with New I don't know. I wasn't around for New York back. I'm sure it was terrible too, but in right. a different way. But when I was a kid anyway, or even when I was like a teenager, you could go sit down anywhere and there would not be bums crowding in at Dunkin' Donuts. So they treated it like a diner. So you would get your donut, you'd get your mug of coffee, you'd sit and you'd have a smoke. And I was like, damn, right. I would kill for that kind of environment. Now that's no, that sucks. outlawed. I hate that. Yeah, because you would puke. You would puke. You yeah. couldn't step inside there. You would die. Yeah. You would pass would away. Be like, what is it? What does it smell like a strip club in here? Can I have a donut that doesn't taste like cigarette? You would yeah. be dry heaving in the corner trying to eat your crawler and you wouldn't be able to do it. You 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 know, you'd have that acidic puke just come up out of your yeah. lips and onto the it would ruin the whole yeah. breakfast. Now can I get no no tobacco on my buses <laughs> and cream donut banks? Yeah. yeah. No, it'd just be ash on your on your coffee cup. We shouldn't should we Fuck this. I don't want to see a second more of this goddamn asshole. Fuck Adam Cole. He stinks. He sucks so bad. I would literally watch Jimmy Kimmel on his talk show before I I, I watch another second of that. That's let, let me let, let me acknowledge a couple of things. So uh, Coop the Ground, which said that they're subbing the, uh, uh, subscribing this month. So that's that's thank good. you. Then Robbie, Robbie's in here saying that he had no idea that TJ Miller did a Daily Wire video. Uh, yeah, uh, 
when the Robbie Goodwin council. Yeah, Robbie's, hey well, Robbie, Boston, when is when is Dalton show. joining Daily Wire for for his <laughs> career turn? When is that happening? Yeah, and then we'll have Quiet Homebrew here saying that uh, TJ slaps the shit out of a kid in Silicon Valley and was funny as fucking shit. I um, I quit on that show after season one. <clears throat> I I don't know what they did with it afterwards. I was just like, all right, well, I got I got enough. I got what I wanted from this uh, geeky. Like, I still like those actors at the time. So I was like, all right, this should be all right. But I, I didn't even know that they lasted for, what, like four seasons? Yeah, that went on a while. They killed his character off, I think, in the third season because they didn't want to renew his contract. Yep. And also, they were sick of him. Again, T.J. Miller, <laughs> who went around to cast members and said, yeah. well, I donated my money, my paycheck to the Hillary Clinton campaign. How much did you donate? He said that. He yeah. went around to people and said that. And now Adam, I mean, now he has seen the light. Now he believes in traditional values, this T.J. Miller. Yeah, now he wears Thank a red God. hat. Yep. Yep. Yeah. God damn, yeah. we are a year away before that starts ramping up again. That's going to be a mess. That's going to be a Which real, is, real problem. What, the midterms or whatever? No, not the midterms. I mean, that's happening this year. I'm saying when people start running for president again, I feel like we're in it. Look, right now is not ideal. Okay? Right now is a pretty... Uh, it's uh, um, it's we're in the negative still, but it's not like chaotic at the moment. It's pretty chill at the moment. I feel like you can get away with a lot. Dude, my dad has already started talking to me about my third dose of vaccine. Oh, I can't believe just your dad's like, just like a full libtard just... now because of this this coronavirus. Well, I think he had a stroke, so he's afraid of dying. So anything that comes with a like vaccine or protection for him, like he believes it full on. Like he was telling me, well, don't take it for yourself. Take it for me so that you don't get it. Oh. And I was like, well, well, they said that it's not contagious. Like it doesn't prevent. Points. Right. I was like, it doesn't prevent. Uh, you can still get it if you're vaccinated. So it doesn't matter. He was like, oh, really? Oh, I you know, know what? You, you so should have said this. You should have said, where's your vaccine for libtarditis? <laughs> right. That's what you should have yeah. said. Well, well, that's I should have write like for here, Adam Corolla. You should. Or for Jimmy Kimmel, um, it's the same thing. You could go either way. Uh, see, that's that's how you know it's a uh, good joke. Is it plays to both audiences? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the news here uh, is just CNN. Like they just—I I don't know if they're partners or whatever. So we just get whatever CNN gets. And my mm -hmm. dad, because of his strokes and he's afraid of leaving the house, he's just in front of the TV all day. So he's a hundred percent into this. You know hysteria of it's still dangerous is still as bad as we're pretending it to be so it's just like listen i'm not i'm not gonna get it like unless i have to go to the states and they ask me for it like unless something like that happens and then today he was like oh yeah they in the news they said today the united states is going to be asking for a third vaccine if you want to get in or whatever and i'm like well i don't know when that's going to happen so i'll just i'll just wait but mm -hmm. uh but yeah I'm, I'm i don't want it I don't want to get. I don't want no. to get a third one. No, not unless you get to travel. But I mean, even then, I'm I. I I'm not. Yeah. I'm not all that interested. I'm going to wait it out. UK has dropped all their mandates. So has Canada, right? So, uh, I would like to think it's only a matter of time before the York. You still don't even have. Around. You don't have. I don't have what, Hans? You're, you're what are not, you saying? You're what are not. You're not 
you're not vaccinated at all, right? I don't know. I feel great. <clears throat> well, that's not what your card says, but you're not. What card? My driver's you're, license? You're, I should get a fake driver's license and just drive all around card. town. My Vax? Card? Your Vax card at can aim it for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wish. Maybe that's why I got turned away from bowling this week. Is is I left I left it in Kenny's hands. Um. Anyway, you know so, what? The, the worst thing I've seen. Well, not the worst thing, but uh, our friend Tim Tim Savers from Delaware apparently drove like three hours to go to a punk show, and then they requested like vaccination proof, and he didn't have it, so he had to drive back for three hours. Not a very punk. Well, rock. Tim lives in his car, right? So he's just kind of staying at home no matter what. Not trying to speak ill of Tim. He was a great help on Mass State Lottery. But Tim's a, a he's a, a wild individual, wild at heart. That's what we all call yeah. him. That was his nickname on the set. It was wild yeah. at heart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah. All right. Nomination. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for this. this. Ooh, Let's get you, this episode going, finally. You got, the, <laughs> now we're in. you got, what is that? The Oscars in dark mode? No, I don't know what this is. Oh, ABC, hold on. I'll just get this. Hey, you know, I'm looking at our Twitch right now, and they're showing me two fans of soccer talking about oh, yeah? football. Hockey, football. We got Where? way lower. Oh, don't, no, you're going to do the picture in the picture. My do bad. you have this on mute? I was getting an echo when I tried tuning in live, and it just occurred to me to hit mute on the tab here. Anyway, let's take a yeah, look at these that Oscar was, that nominations. Was too, I, I saw that you messaged me for that, and I was like, "That's." I'll wait for you to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait for you to... Yeah, uh, all right. So the uh, nominees, I can't imagine that they uh, pair up with our picks for the Boost of the Year's, the year at all. Maybe Red Rocket. That was the one that I was oh, thinking. Oh, no. Maybe. Unfortunately, Red no. Rocket got completely shut out. <clears throat> really? Yeah. Oof. This is a musical, right? Andy Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom. Tick, Tick, Boom is about, if I recall correctly, if I've heard correctly, that is about the creator of Rent. I've been in a real big-time musical mood lately. I was wow. watching, wow. I watched Cats, the musical from 1998. The um, okay. I, I subscribed to Broadway HD subscription service so i watched you okay? Saigon. <laughs> you want to talk you i'm going through a midlife crisis someone? right now <laughs> i don't know is everything like, all right at home what the fuck um I, what like, else i watch consider i'm Rock. like considering i'm like considering paying for a stream yard so that we can actually use it and you're spending your money on, <laughs> on what i watch cats <laughs> That's the limits are on the play version. Though. The play version. Right. All right, All let's right. take a look at these. All right, so we're on the Oscars website. We're, we're, <laughs> we've are we got the nominees pulled up here. Hey, you know, there are some there are some films this year that are musicals that are um, that are films. West Side Story is one. A lot of people seem to um, like that, even though it flopped. Have you seen any of these besides Tragedy of Macbeth? Honestly, I have not seen a good chunk of these Oscar nominations. Yeah. Uh, I'll confess that right now. I have been. Me- I did watch Macbeth and King Richard, and um, I will watch The Power of the Dog at some point. Maybe Tick, Tick, Boom. We'll see. But I can't be bothered with being the Ricardos. The Ricardos? No. So, hold on. All right. Let's go. We gotta, so who we do you think is going to win this? Yeah. So, the nominees are 
Javier Bardem being the Ricard, Wait, being Ricky Ricard. In the say, he was in the category though. Oh, actor in a leading role. Right. Benedict Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog, which we learned he fat shamed Jesse Plemons while being in character in oh. that film. Fat lizard person. Yes, yeah. called him Big Boy. Andrew Garfield, Tick Tick Boom. Will Smith for King Richard, Denzel Washington for Tragedy Macbeth. I'm going to say, the, all right, so the word on the street, and I would actually agree with this based off what I've seen anyway, is that Will Smith is going to win this year. Because they want to give it to Will Smith. They like the diversity factor of it. If you can give it to a black man and it warrants it, then they're going to feel good about that. King Richard was kind of a poppy movie that came out. He's good in it. It's one of his better performances uh, he's had in a long time. He plays a pretty annoying, complex character and does well. For I mean, I, I don't think anyone would disagree with him winning Best Actor. But remember, last year, it was served up for Chadwick Boseman. So when it, when it is anonymous and it's an anonymous vote, the racism of the Academy does kick in a little bit. They don't care as much about the diversity when they're casting their ballots in secret. And who won? Yeah. Anthony Hopkins, who didn't even show up. He was off at home, sleeping or something, because it was 5 in yeah, the morning was, in England. He was being old, yeah. Yeah, he was an 80, 86, 89, 12, 102-year-old man. So I think Benedict Cumberbatch could very easily slip away with this. You think this is the one that's going to make him win an Oscar? The power it could. Dog, yeah, I think so. Movie. I think so. Okay, so can we agree that the person that should be leading and winning this uh, category should be Simon Rex for Red Rocket? Um, based on sheer performance, I would agree. Based yeah. on if you're factoring in, uh, you know, Hollywood politics and whatnot, it probably should be Will Smith. Okay, who would be your pick if it was like that's not on this list? From that's not on this list. Yeah. Uh, Ben Affleck, Zack Snyder's Justice League, definitely. Uh, no, pro- probably. We get a bunch of those. We <laughs> get a bunch of those nominations. All right. Did uh, I get anything? No, of course not. No. Okay. So you know, um, honestly, none of the top tens that I mean, th- this goes without saying for you. No offense to your taste or anything. Yeah. Mine is a little more. It's not even closer to the Academy necessarily, or close to the Academy rather. Uh, but it's closer than you. But right. I don't think anything in my top ten wound up with any nominations. I don't well, know. I can imagine my picks. Well, what were your picks? I know Censor came in uh, at number one. Yeah. You didn't really. Remember. We didn't have uh, much overlap in our two lists for the year. No. The Brad Rocket one was the, I think that was the only one that we had a. Right. And that was relatively low in the top 10 for you, if I recall right. It, that was yeah. like number six or like seven. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I uh, think, I mean, from not seeing <laughs> four out of these five movies, I would take Simon. I think also. Um, well, do you like think I Simon did... Rex did better as a lead actor <laughs> in Red Rocket than. We'll say Nicolas Cage and Pig. Mm. Okay. Uh, I think for the movie, yes. Uh, I think it was perfect to play that role. 
yeah. I don't really know anything about his background. I don't know if because I I think there was a, li- a little bit there of like maybe he had gone into doing things like that before. You know that happens with independent actors sometimes. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I I thought it was very natural and very like you you believe his performance more than well definitely the tragedy of Macbeth, which I thought was not very very good. Uh, it was just a uh, actors you know uh pontificated in front of a camera and a close-up which is whatever but uh i i think simon rex is like the main if you want to if you want to say a lead actor from last year i i can't think of anyone that i enjoyed seeing more than him in that movie I agree. you know because because it was kind of, kind of kind of trying to figure out what he would do next and every time the character opened his mouth it would be something ridiculous or interesting that I would just be like, "All right, well, let's let's see a little bit more of this character." I can't really think of, you know. You're right. Well, I haven't even seen the other one, so I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't care enough to even see them. But I, I, it's weird to me that, you know, for a movie that uh, what is it? Uh, the director did Florida Project, and then he did uh, what was the other one? Um, Florida Project. His Tangerine. Tangerine is the one that right. made him pop. Right. It feels weird that that movie's not nominated at all, especially because it was so good in it. But I think like it's that's, because that would be my pick. Yeah, I, I I think that Simon Rex is certainly the one who should be nominated. But you have to think the way that the Academy would look at it is not all that different than what I've always cited on this show as a big old mistake of theirs, which is giving Mickey Rourke the win for that Oscar for Best Actor for The Wrestler which is, this is a prestigious ceremony to the point yeah. where it'll probably go the way of the Golden Globes very soon and no longer be broadcast. Remember the Golden Globes? Everybody remember the Golden Globes? Yeah, no network for that. No television broadcast for that. Who gives a shit about that? It's over. That's the next step for this because they will die in, in some sort of uh, idea of prestige before they go to Twitch or before they go to any sort of streaming platform. So, um, unfortunately, that's what we're seeing here is snobbery because that's not a very um, prestige film, uh, even if it kind of is because it is Sean Baker and it's his way of like shining a light on uh, Donald Trump's Texas, you know? So, whatever. It felt, it very, is... it felt very, very moonlighty too, you know, like very small, very like regular character that you can actually meet in real life which is not yeah. something you can say about any of these characters in this list so i guess i don't know yeah, i think for a movie... I, you could meet a Macbeth. <laughs> yeah yeah just wearing yeah. full armor a black man wearing full armor well, actually hold on a second uh three of these what do you mean you can't meet these people three of these people were real people well, you're not gonna meet fucking Ricky Ricardo on this. You might meet like, Desi oh. Arnaz on the street in 1944. You might meet the creator of Rent in New York City, Dying of AIDS. 44. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Desi Arnaz. Yeah. Hey, when yeah. do you think he was born? You might meet the uh, the Serena and Venus Williams' father, drunk right. father. All right, let's get into actor in a supporting role. Maybe this category will be a little. It's usually more interesting. I think the supporting role actor uh, category typically. Boast better or more interesting performances. Okay. Well, it, 
<clears throat> it just seems like they're just nominating the same movies, which is something that the Academy does all the time, even mm-hmm. if they're not good. It's like, well, this movie is seen as like a higher thing, so we're just going to nominate everyone from it. I, I don't know what Belfast is. Um, Belfast is a Kenneth Branagh period piece about his, his town of Belfast. I, I hey, need. listen. Yeah, that's. I, I watched the trailer to that when I went to go see uh, Pig, Great. and it looked yeah. pretty fine. Yeah, Ireland sucks. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck it. It's just going to be just sad British people just being like, hey, yeah. oh, or, oh, I'm poor, and I'm just yeah. going to eat potatoes. That's great. I don't, I don't That's That was what Angela's Ashes was. <laughs> that was. That movie was good, people say. Anyway, all right. So we got uh, Siren Hines. Who played Steppenwolf <laughs> in Zack Snyder's Justice League? That's what he should have been right. nominated for. That's the one. Yeah, that's what she, he should be known for. Right. I hope he wins got, it. What's Coda? Coda is a movie I only heard of because of the nominations. Apparently, that's some deaf person's film on Amazon Prime. Great. Anyway, he's not cool. going to hear it. No. <laughs> Jesse Clemens, Power of the Dog. Uh, that's the one where he was fat shamed. So yeah. I, I'm a vote for him. All to get piggy it. boy. That's what, that's what they're going to announce him as when he wins. And the I'm nominee not, is. I, I just piggy. want him. Yeah. I want him to win because he's, uh, he is like a gross ginger man. That's fucking, uh, what's her name from uh, every <laughs> 90s movie that everyone yeah, yeah. wanted. Yeah. Everyone wanted it in the 90s, but he's just like waited for her to get old. And now he's like gross and fat and ch- good for him. Jesse Plan was, that's my pick. Power of Duck. I don't. Okay. I don't know what he plays. Like a Fred. producer or something. No, he plays Fred from uh, I Love Lucy. Uh, great. Okay. And then you got. Uh, I'm sorry. Let's see who this is. Oh, that kid, the weird kid um, from uh, that movie. Jesus. Oh. Okay. <laughs> why is his Why is his eyes to forehead so long? <laughs> kid playing the monster for mama the guy from hellboy is what that a, who that what is? a gross looking person let's get him <laughs> off the screen uh. <laughs> okay it's a nightcrawler kid okay so yeah, not him yeah. okay uh, actress so, in so, a oh um yeah yeah I, I guess maybe jesse plemons wins it he's he's good yeah. Who yeah. else? I mean, who else has really got a shot there? All right, actress in a leading role. This is ridiculous. They always slum it when it comes to the actresses. They have a much lower standard for what is considered a good performance from a great film. The eyes of Tammy Faye. Can we just pull up a quick photo of Jessica Chastain in this ridiculous-looking fucking outfit, this face mask that they threw on? Look, Tammy Faye Baker was a disgusting mess of a woman with her makeup, but this shit is oh ridiculous. God. This looks like Pennywise the Clown. No, go to one of the older ones. That Unnecessary. You don't need to go that over the top with it. That doesn't make it for a better performance. It just looks stupid. Oh, my Jesus. So is that what she looked like? I mean, I guess... This is just an old drunk woman with eyeshadow. You don't need to do the fucking, oh, square face. That That looks like the mask villain right there. So who's Tammy Faye? What's the story? Tammy you know? Faye, yeah, I know a little bit about it because she was on Surreal Life Season 2, but it was a little before <laughs> my time. Of course. All right. Um, so Tammy Faye Baker was married to a t- t- televangelist, right? And her okay. husband fucked right. some woman. And it, they, someone held it over him as blackmail. 
and he didn't comply and they put it out to the press so she was humiliated or whatever oh that's a fun story that's that's cool so she he she played so this beautiful redhead woman plays that gross woman that got cheated on Right, it's all just the thing that Duncan. Ah, well, look at the look. Look at that hypocrisy in Christianity. Well, well, well. We haven't heard about yeah. that before, have we? <laughs> yeah, not at all. No. Uh, Kirsten Stewart plays uh, Princess Diana, right? Yep. That's uh, before... probably gonna be the winner. Oh no, no, no! Hold yeah. on. Actually, I think Nicole Kidman wins for playing Lucy. Another ridiculous, over the top. They don't know how the fuck to do movies anymore. It makes me sick. Look at look at look at Lucy Lucy's uh, face here. Why do you why do that? Why? What is what is this face though? Like I don't I don't understand how you cast an actor that can't move their face. Like no, the... they think that doing this kind of shit is going to elevate <laughs> the prestige, and it looks ridiculous. It looks horrible. It's it jarring so on the eyes. Also, don't you have any other Spanish or Latin American actors that don't look like a a rock that might kind of look like, you know, Desi Arnaz? Who would I, be good? Who would be good in that? <laughs> I was about to show my uh, racism and say <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. because that's his dad. <laughs> that's not his dad. Um Freddie Prince. Very similar, very similar figure though from the eighties. But I, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like Bardem has such a villain face that I, mm. I can't, I can't see him as like Ricky. You know, who's just supposed to be silly and like this, this uh, playboy from the seventies or whatever. You know, he's like, a little too, um, a little too bulky, a little too beefy. Yeah, like you would rather yeah. cast probably Robert Downey Jr. as Ricky. Before Javier, Javier's got too blocky of a head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ricky's and, kind and, of a uh, small guy. I don't think anyone ever thought of Ricky as like a henchman. You know, <laughs> like he's he's not like a a big bodied Latino or anything. He's just a you know a Puerto Rican like a lucky or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Javier Bardem looks like a like a big face like villain bad guy. So he right. doesn't. And then and then you got Nicole Kidman who's got less you know, features that she can move now when Lucy was so expressive. So that doesn't even make any sense to me. But uh, but anyway, uh, Kirsten Stewart, Spencer, right? That's your pick? No, I unfortunately <laughs> do think it will be Nicole Kidman, even though Nicole? Kirsten Stewart, I think, has been winning independent mm-hmm. um, awards for Best right. Actress. I think she's a little too fresh, uh, and I yeah. mean that in both. Uh, you know, she's not one of these vintage ladies like nicole kidman who's been around for 40 years or whatever and uh who's won recently yeah and her antics where she's suddenly a lesbian suddenly she's not a lesbian she'll say this or that or you know she's more interesting i guess by default um because she opens her mouth more than nicole kidman so i don't think she'll get it actress in a supporting role this is usually the most redundant category you don't even really need this one um, Jesse Buckley, it. the last daughter, the lost daughter, Judy, yeah, Judy Dench for Belfast. I could easily see her getting that just based on she's old and gonna die soon. Kirsten, yeah. also she was in Cash. She played Old Deuteronomy, which is a black man in the play. So that was black erasure. Um, what Judy? Judy Dench. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's okay. awesome. 
It's about an old fat cat who's respected because they're so old. Old Deuteronomy. Yeah, can we just look up? Can you type in old Deuteronomy? And we'll just watch that real quick. So that's what that's that's her in the movie, which is horrifying. Yep. Well, and, that whole um, movie is kind of horrifying. All right, I don't horrifying. I don't want to watch old Deuteronomy no, from 2019. No. Type in old Deuteronomy from Cats 1998, and you will see the true old Deuteronomy. I, I do love you... that you think I'm going to be able to spell that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just do your best. D E U. D-E-U-Tronomy. There you go. Oh, no, not Gail get the book of Deuteronomy. Cats. Oh, God, they're just showing old Judy Dench. No, there he is. There's the the fat black man. There you go. Gif. (laughs) Okay. That's him. So instead of getting a fat black man like Patrice O'Neill, who's dead, they got Judy Dench. You could have got Craig Robinson as old Deuteronomy. Mm -hmm. Who else is there? Who's old and black and fat? Denzel Washington uh, is old dude. Keenan, Keenan Thompson. You got Keenan Thompson. What's it? He's probably in Cats already. I don't know if you can. Ah, uh, they got Gordon. All right. Oh, so did we finish? What's the last one? King Richard, one of the supporting role. I I guess the Venus Williams is a supporting role. Is that Venus? Anja um, Oh no, she, she was, was the, the wife. Man. Never mind. She okay. was the mom. So, all right. Sure. She was good, too. So, Judy, Judy Dench for Cats, uh, supporting role. Great. That's our pick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> animated feature film. Um, Encanto's going to win. I saw Luca. That's That was cool. I haven't seen any of... This is just like... Uh, uh, what is that movie with the Mexican kid? I've heard from so many people, and by so many people, I mean Jake Hanrahan, that the Mitchells versus the Machines was good. Now, this is Jake Hanrahan who watched The Sacrament and gave it half a star and said, this is horrible, the worst piece of unoriginal shit I've ever watched in my entire life. Then turns around and says, the Mitchells versus the Machines is pretty good. All right. So Mitchells versus the Machines is our pick. Cool. Cinematography. Um... Wait, so... Dune didn't get a director. No, I'm kind of surprised by that. Did Denny get that for Arrival? Because he didn't for Blade, Blade Runner was considered a flop because it didn't perform well at the box office, and it I don't think it I got any nice. nominations aside from visual effects. But his his big movie originally was Arrival, and that got him Blade Runner. And he was able to have like a good film a year um, continuation. Do you think Arrival got him more praise than uh, than the Blade? Uh, yes, I guess he was. But Blade Runner is going to endure much longer, I think. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, Arrival is kind of dull. I saw it recently. It's kind of very like. That's the word. It's fine. This but... out. It's... It's not like a sci-fi. I mean, it was marketed as a sci-fi film in a time where like big alien movies were still huge. Right. Like you're coming off of uh, you know Godzilla coming back and Cloverfield movies, and then you get Arrival, and it's much more of an introspective, quiet family drama. Yeah, yeah. And that's not what people signed up for. Hey, there's us. So uh, quiet homebrew thing. 
Uh, rip rocks that have it, then it's fucking dark side. Okay. That's it. I just wanted to. Cool. Thank you, uh, Quiet Ombre. Right. Please hang out in the chat, say things to us. I'll take a look if Hans doesn't and try to acknowledge it. That would be that would be better. Yeah. So the screen is not shared as we look at the comments. Yeah, um, you don't have to pull up us on your screen share for that. So <laughs> yeah, you take a look at those nominations. I'll be interacting with the chat. Let me just say hello to everybody. All right. Hello, everybody. All right, go ahead. So cinematography nominees for this year were uh uh, Dune, Nightmare Alley, which I haven't seen, Power of the Dog, which I haven't seen, probably not going to see, Tra- Tragedy of Macbeth, which uh, just looked like uh, someone having fun with green screens mm-hmm. uh, to me, uh, and then West Side Star, which I'm probably not going to see. So uh, so I guess Dune. Right? No, no. It's going to be Power of yeah. the Dog. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, I do think Dune and actually, Nightmare Alley had some pretty decent cinematography as well. But I think okay. it's going to go to when Power of the Dog seems like it's going to be the film that steamrolls some of the major categories. And when that happens, they will typically throw in something like cinematography or editing or screenplay, whatever it might be. It's just a ball of momentum that you can't stop. So if that happens, I seen, see Power of the Dog winning it. Have you seen Power of the Dog? No, I haven't. Okay, because it seems like this is the one that are just trying to shove in in the middle of everything to win something. Mm-hmm. But it's a Netflix movie, right? Yes. So it's, so it's kind of like, I mean, I guess like I have a little bit of bias when it comes to that, but <clears throat> it's weird that they selected it for like multiple things. I, I, I can't imagine that it's that good, you know, unless it's like a... Yeah, I can't... I... I don't know. I'm so I'm so disillusioned with anything Netflix said. It, it kind of feels like they're just you know trying to stay young and and relevant with that pick or whatever. That's, I'm trying to stay but young I, and relevant with this rave lighting that we got going on here. <laughs> All yeah, right, costume design. I forgot that Cruella even came out this year. I thought that was oh four God, years yeah. ago. I was like, you what? See that? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. no, hell no. Oh, yeah. I don't have Disney Plus. Yeah. I'm not pirating anything Disney. Uh, Serrano, that's... You know, I watched an, uh, an actor's roundtable for The Hollywood Reporter where usually they'll grab five people who are up for best actor. And four out of the five did not get nominated. They got Peter Dinklage. They got um, uh, the dude who plays... The black guy who plays Kang on whatever Marvel property... And uh, Peter Dinklage was there. Andrew Garfield was there. He was the one who got nominated. Nicolas Cage and Simon Rex. And it was a sickening, sickening display from Andrew Garfield trying his hardest to become friends with Nicolas Cage, uh, laughing so hard at Nicolas Cage's anecdotes, grabbing his arm. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and um, it it was so forced. It was like, what are you? Why? Why are you doing that? To be fair, in that room, who would you want to be friends with? Sure. I, I completely agree. Or maybe Simon Rex. But yeah, Simon, Simon Rex. Rex was very aware. He's like, I don't, I'm, who gives a shit about this? I don't belong here. I'm not a real actor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nicholas Cage with his whole, like, I go to the opera and sing seems kind of, I mean, sing. I go to the opera and cry seems kind of weird. Like, we just hang out with him and then he just starts crying. All of a sudden, he's kind of like, oh, I. I didn't sign up for this. I thought we were just gonna just gonna chill before we do heavy drugs with you. I'm assuming those mm-hmm. heavy drugs. 
but I don't even know what Serrano is. Serrano is Peter Dinklage as a, a midge hanging out, and oh, Ben Mendelsohn plays oh. a bad guy in it. Ah, okay. Quiet Ombre is saying that Power of the Dog is the pick of the year because Jane Campion, who directed a movie called Sweetie, which was on my list of recommended films I discovered this past year, uh, is the director of that, and they want to give it to a woman yet again, like they did to Chloe Zhao. And who won the year before that? 2019. Uh, Todd Phillips, Joker. Yeah, Adam yes. McKay shared it with him. Yeah. Uh, did that movie get any nominations? The movie about the world ending? Yes. Dude, wait for it. Great. Okay. That's coming up. All right. Best director, uh, Belfast, Kevin Branagh, who's fine. Drive My Car. I haven't seen Drive My Car, but everything I read about it just sounds very boring. It's, uh, oh, this Japanese man and this Japanese woman go through live things and they're sad. And... Well, here's the thing about that movie. I was interested in it. I read it. I thought, this sounds like a, it could be a good movie. Three hours is a tall tall order for me these days unless yeah. your name is Zack Snyder but that's alright mm -hmm. I'll give it a shot and then Obama put it on his favorite movies of the year list and when oh, he no. did that this movie started creeping <laughs> into all the best picture categories best director best they need an Asian film this year they need an Asian you know Nicolas Cage needs an Asian when one expires he has to replace her with the next he'll jump from Korean to Japanese man of culture well, what about Cage. what about Prisoner of Ghostland. That should be the one that gets nominated. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> that movie. Damn, I. Whew, ah, what a disappointment. I yeah. can't believe it. I couldn't believe that turned out to be that bad because the director's yeah. good. Nicolas Cage is usually good when he's acting weird indie films. And Nick Cassavetes. I was like, all right, well, this has the Cassavetes touch. No, it does no. not. It had a big it, old. It, 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 it really did not. God, it, it was, was very atrocious. just boring. Yeah, it was yeah. too, and it wasn't even. You know, it came across as weird for the sake of being weird, but it's a Japanese director who hasn't done like an American film before, so it it's not even that necessarily. It's just something got fucked up. Something bad happened in post, I think, and maybe just on the set, the the limited sets rather, because there's only like four or five locations, and they try to make it seem yeah. like multiple and it just doesn't work well all right so you got this guy drive my car drive my car is the asian pick so of the year do you do you think they're going asia or the asia that's you you're asia um pta yeah. nah they're going jane campion it's the woman right it's right. the year of the woman and then spielberg grandfathered in for west side story people say that's no. great no. i'm good no. what do you say right. latinks he said Latinx yeah. recently. Did he? Yeah. Is that He's... how you pronounce that? Uh, I thought it was Latinx. <laughs> Latinx I... is more embarrassing because we don't pronounce anything like that. So that's It's the worse. destruction of language is what it is. That's what yeah. I always say. Documentary feature. Who cares? Haven't seen any of them. Goodbye. Have you seen cool. any? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't like documentaries. Yeah, anymore. no, no one cares. Yeah. Once you <laughs> once, once you start to understand that documentaries are all just bullshit um and not like a reliable source of information which is yeah kind of what i came around to in 2015 2016 that's not to say they can't be well made you check out anything from uh, errol morris uh especially in the 80s 90s uh it's going to be extremely well done and that's not to say that you can't pick up 
information from it, but it is just as skewed or biased or, or whatever um, as anything else, fiction or nonfiction. Film editing. Don't look up. Don't look there up. There it is. That was your favorite of the year, wasn't it? No. <laughs> okay. No. No. Um, what else do we have here? Dune, King Richard, Power Dune. of the Dog, Tick, Tick, Boom. Meaningless category. These are all boring films. Uh, I guess Dune. Yeah. International feature film. More interesting. Drive My Car. If you were to do the math here, so it's nominated for yeah. for other stuff that's important, and these aren't. I I wonder what's it, what what is even the point? Just give it to it. Don't even bother with the nominations. Yeah. Worst person in the world. Have you seen people trying to make this a thing recently? I saw this. Um, it was just about a shitty woman being shitty. Gr- you watched gr- it? Great. Yeah. It's like oh uh, oh cool. She's a shitty woman. Haven't we seen that before? That's cool. young adult. Yeah, that's, that's young uh, adult. That's girls. Run, that's... run, all that run. Like anything that has a, a like a fat stalking, like snippy woman in it. That's that's your movie. Cool. I love that. Don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, House of Gucci is my pick. You're burying the lead here. (laughs) Coming to America is now an Academy Award nominated film. Yeah. What was it? I mean, did you get through the whole thing? I made it like half an hour in. What's the what's the makeup and hairstyling that's impressive in that book? It's the it's the barbershop characters. Okay, so you're just making Eddie Murphy look realistic and. That's cool. I'll tell you what. I mean, listen. Um, you can say whatever you want about these Eddie Murphy movies, but they usually don't half-ass the the. I mean, compared to like Eyes of Tammy Faye and the I Love Lucy movie, when Eddie Murphy's a character, he gets buried in that character. You don't see a hint, or I mean, maybe you see yeah. him, like the nose or eyes or something. But like, they try their best to make sure that looks yeah. visually different from Eddie Murphy, even if it has his right. personality. The Norbit could be here. Norbert was there. Norbert was there, and I what? believe won. <laughs> what? Look this Norbert up real is quick. An Oscar? Yes. Oscar winning movie? Yes. I, mean, I, I don't know about winner. I, I know for a fact it was at least nominated. It might have won. I mean, this is just a perfect example. Of, 9% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. I would look at Wikipedia. Oh, nominated for one Oscar. Nominated. Eight wins and nine nominations total, so it lost one. <laughs> Let's see. Why I feel like it would say working? winner of one Oscar if it if it had won. Did it win? Makeup, yeah. It was no, a nominee. He won, for, he won for the Oklahoma Film Critics Circle Award for obviously worst film. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is kind of rude for a very <laughs> funny movie. <laughs> it won the... The Hall of Fame on Women Film Critics Cycle uh, Circle Awards. So uh, that's good. Uh, I don't know Norbit. I, I think I have Norbit on DVD. I think I bought it on that that file five dollar pile. So I can't really shit on it. I, you know, I have it on DVD too, but I didn't buy just, it. My mom bought it. That's off in Massachusetts sure. on a shelf somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, listen, sure. I like the Nutty Professor. I listen. When I was a kid, yeah. and I was watching that dinner scene in the Nutty Professor. There was nothing funnier. That was oh, that yeah. was the definition of comedy is watching Nutty Professor on Stars in 1997, 1998, 
watching the the family fart and everything else. That was fucking. That it's had me like, roaring. Well, it's just like, oh, I didn't know you were allowed to fart in movies. This is cool. Are you allowed to fart twenty minutes within a three minute? Scene? That should have been the whole movie, cool. in my opinion. <laughs> I think that would have made made it yeah. even better. Um, Dave Chappelle and um, the Nutty Professor. A lot of people forget about that. He plays yeah. the the piece of shit comedian, comedian. that yeah. ridicules him. By the way, that just reminded me because in Half Baked, there's a comedian named David Edwards. David Edwards is a black comedian from the 90s who was friends with Dave Chappelle and a bunch of others. And what he's best known for is going on a season of The Real World. Uh, I don't know if you saw my tweet about this. So he was on The Real World in 1993. He got kicked off for pulling covers off a black girl. And then one of the white girls said, oh, you're basically a rapist. And then they just started calling him a rapist and had him leave the house. So this is David Edwards. Now, David Edwards... Um, decide. So what they've done with the real world recently is the real world premiered in 91, I believe. They brought it back. They brought back the same cast 30 years later to do a reunion, week-long stay in the house, six episodes. That was a hit. So then they decided, we'll do season two. But we got this rape thing. So they bring back everybody. Everybody but two guys do not come back. David Edwards comes back and has to live with his victim for the week. And so like the first three episodes are all about him, um, you know, trying to make amends, but he's not one of these groveling types. He's like, no, you fucking ruined my life. You bitch. You called me a rapist. (laughs) And then later in the show, it evolves into this thing where she's going off about black lives matter. You know, as black people, we need to stand up for ourselves and make a message Uh, on this show tonight to show that black people care about black lives and David Edwards is just silent and it's like yeah that's what the corporations want and then that pisses her off Chris Kattan Chris Kattan should have been in there yeah oh god can you just pull up Chris Chris Kattan's body in 2022 he just quit celebrity big brother tonight because he's going through drug withdrawal or something he looks horrible I can't believe look I watched the Mr. Peeper sketch recently Chris Kattan was funny on SNL. People don't want to yeah. say that. I'll say it right now. Chris Kattan used to be fucking funny on SNL. Mango. Mango, Mango was funny. hilarious. Yeah. Chris Kattan w- kind of carried that show at points when, whenever they lacked Will Ferrell. When he... Well, when, know, when Will Ferrell wasn't brave enough to play a character, we just give it to Chris Kattan to play next to him. Uh, and uh, he did. He would go... <laughs> he would go all in. Oh, my God. I'm pulling up the... Because the screenshots that you sent is not something you're going to find on the web. No, I don't think so. You might find it on Twitter if you search. But his body now, what he is saying, and people have looked into this, and it doesn't check out, is that he broke his neck in a stunt on SNL. And that can't be so because he performed on SNL. Oh, boy. (laughs) That's rough. That's, uh, That's the worst kind of situation is you're small and fat but not fat all around like that's how a handicapped person gets fat yeah the big belly and everything else is still tiny now chris Kattan's a physical comedian but he's so stiff he's like literally this as he walks into the house he's like uncle fester or like two children in a trench coat it's (laughs) it's horrible and he fell over trying to go to bed because he's so stiff it's like 
I don't know what happened. I think maybe he owed some money and someone fucked him up. He says he got damaged on SNL and NBC pay for a bunch of surgeries. I don't believe it. Um, doesn't check out because he did other episodes after that looking just fine after the date he claims it happened. Well, he, so, he's shaped like Vern Troyer, too, which is weird because Vern Troyer, is, he, he was a midget. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that his body is like that. But I mean, I'm not saying that Chris Catan is a seven feet tall man, but it's weird that he's shaped like that. You know? Yeah, well, he's very small. He's 5'4", five, 5'5". Five, five. Anyway, the thing with David Edwards, I wanted to say, was he wound up quitting the show on the last day because, um, you know, he just started insulting the black woman because she was she, she was like, you're living on the plantation. And he's like, look at your fucking head. You, you're wearing a weave right now, you bald-ass bitch, you ugly-ass <laughs> bitch. And then she brought her husband, who's a football player, and he came and showed up trying to kill David. But the producers railed him off to the beach, and then he was just like, fuck this show, I'm done. So anyway, that was very amusing. It was very cool to see someone who got the raw end of the stick try to shut them up because that's the prominent thing david edwards um and he's pretty funny too yeah not the footballer david that would be very racy very luke you know um a little too risque i think for viacom yeah i can't wait for the next because it got renewed for season three that means they're bringing back puck if he's not in prison you know i've talked about puck that is not david yeah puck is the guy that was yeah on the aids season matter of yes on the AIDS season he said don't I, I he's putting his fucking finger up his nose and then the jar of peanut butter and then the AIDS Pedro Pedro was uh like you know I could get sick from that and then if I get sick I could die and Puck is just like I, I'm enjoying my peanut butter what do you want me to say so you're are you still watching the real world and all those well <laughs> it's very difficult to watch shit like Survivor or Big Brother because the social justice thing overwhelms it so much but it was so right. comedic on this real world homecoming season. And you had him in there who's like the pushback to like, you, you don't even fucking really believe what you're saying. This is all bullshit. This is not, I was victimized. Well, I lost my career in the 90s because you said I was a rapist. The Survivor one, I started watching the new season. And then once they got very into like, obviously trying to make the black guy win and like trying to make him interesting, even though he didn't really do anything interesting. And then uh, whenever the gay guy was on screen, he had to have like a, a speech about how being gay is oppressive or whatever. It was like, what is this? I thought like, why is that important when you're supposed to survive in the wild? Like that, why are they making sexuality or race a thing? Where he's, I mean, as far as I know, not that I'm very familiar with the show, like it's never been a thing, right? It's just like, this is just a different person trying to survive, is it? There's a season where, because um, a long time ago they did the race war season. Remember we were talking about that with Jack, um, yeah. Perfume Na- Nationalist, where they did the Hispanic tribe, Black tribe, White tribe, Asian tribe, um, yeah. and that season kind of culminated naturally, not really a conscious thing, into minorities versus white people at the merge. But that was just how like the they did a tribe swap and everything, and it just was how it shook out. Um, the season after that, they had the same makeup of people, and there was a Black Alliance. That stuck it out to the very end of the show, but they never aired anything about it. And it was they they were pretty clever with the editing to not focus on that or make it a thing at all. It was just like these people banded together and then made it to the finals together, and that was it. And then they killed the the whole racial racial diversity until now. Um, after that, so 
I don't know. They they're all leaning into that hardcore. Did you see the finale like of that? That survivor no, anyway? I, I don't know what it ended. Who won? Uh, well, they got all pissed at the black guy they were trying to make of win. Of course. Um, <laughs> the, only, the only person who voted for him, because they made it to the finals, it was uh, Erica, the Filipino girl. They shot on the black guy, who you're talking about. And then Xander, yeah. who's the white surfer bro. Um, right. And they were like, we're not giving it to a white guy. You're not even really here. <laughs> okay, we got woman of color, man of color. Well, man of color, we're all we all fucking hate you. The only guy who's voting for him is his black friend, Danny, the football player. Uh, Erica, the Filipino girl, got all the other votes. So she won the show. She's the first Canadian winner, first uh, Filipino winner, second or third Asian winner. And it's a big special moment. Is it? Yeah. Right. There's someone on the new cast. They just announced a brand new cast today that looks like uh, Jerry's grandpa. Could be Jerry in 35 years. (laughs) Okay. If you want to look this guy up. What's his name? Um, God, what is his name? What is his name? Damn it. They got, uh, this cast is just as diverse, but in a different way. So you got a little Arab in there. You got a Vietnamese in there. You got uh, some Indians, I think. What is this guy's name? He's a 58-year-old dude. He's the oldest member of the cast. And he looks like an old version of Jerry. Mm-hmm. He's a fireman. Uh so that started already? No, this starts soon, I think. They're still doing Celebrity Big Brother, and then Survivor will come in and take, take its place. So Corey this Feldman. 40, season 42, right? Season 42. Scroll down. None of these guys. That looks like Albert Brooks. There you go. There's Mike Turner. This That's guy? old Jerry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I see it. Okay. <laughs> okay, I see it. Yeah. All right. So when when is this starting? So I can wait for old Jerry. <laughs> Uh, this is this is gonna be i think march or early february oh no um it already is february late february maybe hans is passed okay oh i'm fucking dying over here okay so he said he said what firefighter cool yes from new jersey from new jersey i'm fucking crying uh, <laughs> all right, so season 42, uh, Survivor, um, we're for Mike Turner. Who's, Mike Turner. Who's slightly whiter chair. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, production design. Production okay, design. Film, no one cares. Yeah. I've actually, um, goodbye. <laughs> sound. Uh, what else do we got in here? Yeah. You got sound, Belfast, Dune, No Time to Die, Power of the Dog, West Side Story. Okay. Uh, maybe West Side Story wins because it's a musical. You got some I don't good know. songs there. I don't know. You know what I would just watch tonight is Pump Up the Volume with Christian Slater. Wait, what the fuck? Free Guy. Free Guy got a visual effect nomination. I have a. Um, Shang-Chi. 
a guy that I know who's an actor from Boston who's so proud of playing a bodyguard in Free Guy. And he's like, yeah, we did it. We got the nomination. I was oh, like, yeah. dude, you're, you didn't even say nothing in the movie. You're literally a fucking smudge in the background, dude. You're in that as much as I'm in Patriot's Day or Spider-Man or any of these fucking movies. Let's get real now. Good for him. So Gary Miller is in Free Guy. All right. cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> so writing, you got the adaptive screenplay, uh, Coda, Drive My Car. Have you, Hans, have you ever done background work? I know you worked on uh, visual effects or whatever for Avengers, but have you ever done any like background work? No, uh, when I was living in Canada, I was supposed to do that for uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, but then I got called out that it didn't need me, like I say, before I went there, so no. Not really. That would have been a great one to be part of. Uh, Kenny's on it was the, Central it was the Intelligence. Concert scene? I, I had a feeling. Yeah, that's... Because that's, yeah. otherwise, that's a pretty stripped-down character movie. They're not yeah. in like, a lot of big environments. Kenny did Central Intelligence, which was The Rock and Kevin Hart. And oh, wow. Played, I think he played a bodyguard or some transportation dude in that. Weird to play a bodyguard next to the rock. Yeah. Imagine him being bigger than him. I, I, uh, don't, I don't know what it was. Writing adapted screenplay. We got Coda, Drive My Car, yeah. Dune, The Lost Daughter, Power of the Dog is going to win, probably. So boring. Can you just, just want to check to see what this person looks like. Old. Of course. Of course. Ah, All right. All right. Librarian. <laughs> teacher. Art teacher. All bitch. All right. So original <laughs> screenplay. Um, uh, Belfast. Belfast, Don't Look Up. Kim, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Worst Person in the World. Um, I haven't seen any of it. Well, King Richard. And you said you I, saw I the Worst think... Person in the World. Oh, yeah. Right. I, yeah. Yeah. I, it, it it it's weird because it feels like a like a COVID year, even though it, it I guess it kind, kind of, of was. Uh, but like, who honestly, like a hundred percent being honest, who gives a fuck about about this still? You know, like all of these nominated nominated movies feel so. I guess like every year, just like very uninspired, very like whatever, very like random. Like I guess. Paul Thomas Anderson is someone that produces quality uh, stuff every year. So we're just going to nominate him, even if we don't know what the movie's about or haven't even seen the movie. Uh, that Don't Look Up screenplay was horse shit. So it, 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 I guess it goes back to the whole, you know, I, I, I haven't cared about the Oscars for like 10 years. And I think you should probably say that way. Uh, I don't. I don't see them as like a quality uh, qualifier anymore. I guess, and it's funny because uh, if you look at replies on social media about like nominees and whatever, people say, "Well, uh, if this movie was not nominated, then I probably wouldn't have never heard about it." But is there anything in this? Because I think this is the last category. Yeah, anything on this list that surprises you? That's like, well, this, you know. I'm surprised this was nominated because it seems kind of out of the, you know, usual Hollywood sphere. Everything seems very much like, well, yeah, it makes sense that this is the one that was nominated. You know? So um, I think it's going to go to, it'll probably wind up going to Belfast. Now ha you haven't seen licorice pizza. There's going to be screeners of that coming out. Cause Anthony Cisco just got his and he was showing it off. 
very lucky man to get, it, get free DVDs in the mail. Yeah. Anthony, uh, I would like Anthony that. Cisco, uh, Adam Carolla. Uh, uh, Sent him no safe spaces, screener. That's going to yeah. be big sometime 2023, I think. <laughs> Adam Carolla's podcast uh, guest, Anthony Cisco, uh, got a... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just like, and, and I guess it's been like that for years where you just look at the whole list and you're like, am I really, like, if I haven't seen any of these movies, does this list make you want to check any of them? And personally, no. But Not I mean, at all. You like, got to think. All right. So the Oscars has to decide on one of two things. Are they a program in which they're going to bring in advertisers and introduce people to new movies that are decent? Or are they a prestige ceremony? Now, if they are the first and they've operated as the first for a while, then they have to kind of bend the knee a little bit. A lot of people were grumpy that that Spider-Man movie did not get nominations, right? So um, I don't think that movie should have necessarily been nominated. But if enough people feel that's one of the best movies of the year, then maybe it is. I don't know. Who's to say? Um, they, they certainly went that way with Avatar, with Black Panther, with... right. Joker, even though I feel like Joker is elevated uh, far beyond those movies, um, yeah, you know, you, you maybe should pay attention to that, especially if you have ten nominees anyway. That's too many. I understand doing that yeah. back in two thousand eight or nine when people were pissed off that the Dark Knight didn't get its nomination and you did the overcorrection. That's fine, but if you're not going to throw some fun ones in on that, I mean, at least with yeah. Black Panther, we're going. This doesn't fucking deserve to be nominated. We, you know, you're at least right. conjuring up something to talk about with your ceremony as opposed to, I mean, how many people are actually watching Power of the Dog, even if it's right on Netflix? And that's, that's the thing with the whole uh, Oscar is so white movement that happened, like, what, five, six years ago, where uh, it ended up becoming more of a, you know, um, h- how would I look? if I nominate this movie instead of I actually feel like this movie is good, so I'm going to nominate it. Uh, I, and this might be a little bit com- uh, uh, controversial to say, but I thought Moonlight was kind of boring. I thought Moonlight was kind of like, if if you take away that, oh my God, oh my God, they're gay black men, the movie's kind of like whatever, you know, it's like that shock of like they're gay so it's a mainstream movie, so deal with that. Once you're able to deal with it, it's like, is there really that is there much of a movie after that? Same with like 12 Years a Slave was another one. There's just like, I can't really connect with the guilt because I'm not American, so I never went through slavery, so I don't have that connection of it. So if you take that away from it, it's kind of like, all right, well, black people are sad or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's, it, it doesn't have that... Uh, that hit anymore and, and um because this is a movie that we bring up all the time uh that uh boston movie about the journalists that uh, find out the spotlight uh, yes which is just like one of the most boring movies from that year uh there's obviously uh alter motives to select that as a winner of anything but at the same time, it's like I feel I, f- I feel like um, a lot of people get the or at least look at the Oscar list as like, uh, well, um, this is going to help me find find movies that maybe I, sh- I wouldn't have seen regularly. Uh, usually the the uh, foreign movie one is, is, I guess, the one that 
that would fit better in that in the category but at the same time it's like the movies that you expect to be nominated in a year like this that's what's getting it so is there any excitement behind this nominations or like to even watch the oscars anymore uh because i would hope there isn't but at the same time i don't really know how you know regular people think about in the states where it's like it's still seen as a a mark of quality for these movies where i don't think it's been that for years no not even close and i think on that note we should probably get into the best picture category don't you think because we haven't done that and you're muted you're talking to yourself you're just mumbling away talking to nobody let's get into the best picture category i'm very excited to announce these 10 films and they are 10 films in this category right so you got uh you got belfast belfast coda don't look up did it it snuck in there yeah are you did that surprise you at all um i guess if you have a if you have to select 10 uh and because of the reaction that it got where it's it's a very clearly defined line of who liked it and who didn't. It, it makes sense of like their propaganda, like left-leading thing. I, I just think Adam McKay is kind of a hack. And I think he should probably just go back to doing comedy instead of trying to lecture people as to what people should think like. Or like, I'm the guy that does uh, uh commentary on on the people now and it's like no no like you're still doing the same type of character the same type of movie so i i i wish she didn't if you gave a fuck about the oscars but at the same time i'm not surprised that he did just because of that you know reaction the movie got where i feel like a lot of people were taking that as personal you know Mm -hmm. if you don't if you don't like Don't Look Up, then that means you love Trump or whatever, which is a retarded which way Which is true. That movies. is exactly right. No, that's most people I, uh, who have said no thank you to Don't Look Up. Um, yeah. By the way, we're now streaming on uh, the Low Res Wonderbread Twitch as well. It just took me like a half hour to figure out how oh. to do that because I was going, do you have to put in the actual URL to the headshot or at headshot? And it turned out to be uh, capitalization matters, which is ridiculous. Okay. How antiquated capitalization so, so it only took up. you almost two hours. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was very quiet the past twelve minutes here. There were moments yeah, where you were waiting like... for a reply of some kind. I'm probably just like looking down to myself. Um, I'm just pontificating over here, <laughs> running out of words. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so don't look up now. That's definitely don't look up now. Is the sequel coming out in 2024 when the Orange yeah. Man returns? When uh, you can see uh, what's her name's ass. Uh, all uh, Jonah CGI. Hill. Yes, that's that's what we all want. Drive my car uh, with a Japanese person producing. That's cool. Uh, have you you haven't seen it, right? No, I haven't. I will get around to it maybe, but three hours yeah. is oh god. I would rather. Yeah. I would rather. No, I mean, look. I guess if given the option between a two-hour movie and a three-hour movie, I'll take the three-hour movie. Because it's usually going to be a better time. For whatever reason, I think three hours and up tends to feel like less of a slog than two hours. And do you feel this way because of Zack Snyder's Justice League or, or just in general? Just in general. I, I, I would say that um, I come away with a greater appreciation for movies that do go over three hours or touch that 
than anything that winds up in the two to three hour period. Like think of Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street could have worked at 90 minutes or it could have worked at three hours, which is how long it is. And two hours and 20 minutes, that would have been bad. Um, But I I think it's a good rule in general. Dune, however, Dune, that wasn't wasn't three hours, was it? That was more like two hours and almost 40 minutes. Yeah. Shit. Fuck that movie. Dune's next. King Richard. They should do a little. They should do a movie on Little Richard. You know, a lot of people think yeah. Little Richard's a gay man. No, no, no. Little Richard is a cuckold. Little Richard loves getting cucked so bad he was arrested for it. Check this out. Go ahead, look it up. Little, <laughs> Little Richard arrested for for being cuckolded. Little Richard arrest. Oh, oh shit! I didn't spell cuck properly. Go on. Um. And in his final days, he was speaking out against uh, gay, gay people and trans people. So, <laughs> two black... No, no, no. That's bullshit. The Guardian. Fucking uh, propaganda. <laughs> no, go to Wikipedia. Left-wing Wikipedia will tell you Little Richard's not gay. He's a cuckold. And he was arrested for being a cuckold because he was watching his girlfriend get boned in the front seat or back seat or whatever. Uh, let's take a look at this. Not a what gay man. <laughs> Where's to... that section? Where's the oh. cock section? <laughs> Sexuality? So maybe. Uh, is there an arrest part? Voyeurism. That's how they phrase it. But it's literally like, <laughs> he loved to watch his girlfriend get fucked by other men. <laughs> That's the voyeurism. That's a good way of like <laughs> explaining you're a cuck. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a I'm just a voyeur. Voyeur. I'm just kind of a you know, I'm kind of a creep. I just kind of like my wife getting bottomed out by other men. Uh, That's probably Kevin cool. Smith's excuse is oh no no no. Yeah. This is acting. I'm just a voyeur. Oh Jesus. I mean I don't know what that is, but Oh, the magic school bus. People. That was his girlfriend who did the, the little <clears throat> the, the magic school bus? <laughs> she was. She was the one that did she was <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't see any arrests. Uh, arrest. Type in arrest. He was, the, he was arrested after a gas station attendant reported sexual activity in a car. Richard was occupying with a heterosexual couple. Uh huh. Which was, he was the couple. Sexual. That was the thing. He, <laughs> he was, was just the, the boyfriend watching. Can, can you get arrested for just watching? He's Back in the day? Yeah. He was banned from performing naked. Where's Macon? Alabama or Georgia? Uh, in the 50s. Yeah. Wait, he was doing this shit in like the 40s? That's wild. 55? Yeah. That's, yeah. Let it I be known. Make up. Yeah. But. So that, that, I'm looking forward to who's going to play Little Richard in the biopic. Nick Cannon? <laughs> no, The Rock. Ah, uh, you got Richard arrested for spying on men urinating in toilets at in Long Beach, California. <laughs> all, all the black rock and, rock and roll stars were <laughs> total perverts. They love spying on people in the bathroom. Chuck Berry is another one. They love the the pee, the they love, defecation. They like these shit coming out. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Health problems and death. I mean, he lasted a long time. So, what, I mean, what health problems? Pneumonia. Eighty-seven. Bone cancer, Jesus. And they they put him on like full house. 
and family matters. Like Little Richard was kind of a family icon, rested for being a cuck. That's the, the civil rights movement we're talking about. Look at that picture of Dave Coulier in the bottom right. Terrible. His fucking stupid face. He should have died instead of Bob Saget. Surreal Life yeah. Season 3 contestant, Dave Coulier. Winner, right? I don't think, no, there's no winner, only losers on that show. <laughs> I don't know. What's right. the other fucking movie, King Richard? Fuck that movie. Yes. Uh, black, black people are good at sports. Great. Uh, licorice pizza. <laughs> Have you licorice, seen licorice pizza? Nah, yet? and I'll tell you what, I thought the trailer looked fine. I was kind of into Sean Penn and yeah. Tom Waits and Benny Safdie and Bradley Cooper, but the two lead actors are just so grossly whatever repugnant faces greasy faces just put, throw some makeup on those two uh nightmare alley that was again pretty to look at fine for a guillermo del toro film but nothing special power of the dog yawn west side story i think the winner will be um, no it's gonna be power of the dog this is so uneventful if i'm right and i hope i'm wrong but i feel like they've fallen into such a predictable mold except for hopkins winning that was fun yeah that was a fun hey we're still alive even as no matter how boring it gets we're still technically alive i don't know i think i think power of the dog has a good ch- but can you look this up real quick does power of the dog have the most nominations because if it does that's usually a sign that it's not going to win a damn thing the movie that gets nominated the most typically doesn't come away with a lot of the best um you know our primary category wins i think return of the king might have been an exception i was gonna say that probably the lord of one of the lord of the rings ones but uh so i guess they're gonna try to do that that gave that oscar to will smith now is that the because he's been down because of his wife Mm-hmm. For, Another for famous like black the cuck. whole pandemic. Yes. Yeah. Who thought? I mean, I thought he was gay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Turns out, oh, no. Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah. All right. So uh, he should play Little Richard. That's the guy oh, that should yeah. play Little Richard. In they were, hey, fire, so. Alexis Arquette. Before uh, she, Alexis Arquette was the trans Arquette before she passed yeah. away of some unknown when disease. Bailey J. Yeah. Um, claimed on Facebook that Will Smith, this is one of her final acts, was to out Will Smith for sucking off his manager, and that's why his first wife left him. Now, I was under the impression all this time that Will Smith was a gay man, and there were rumors that they have weird sex orgies and stuff, and they, well, the reason why they named their kids Willow and Jada, and it was the opposite sexes, uh, were because she was a lesbian, he was gay, and they had just a mutual agreement or, or something. Very good friendship and mutual agreement. And um, I guess they not. I guess they just really love fucking. That's really all it is. is yeah, no fuck guys, girls. They humiliated him for what a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she lasted, and then the only thing people for, remember about Will Smith is either uh, uh, the um, <laughs> the Prince character, like that series, which they remade as a serious drama, or him being cucked. Like those, those are the two things that people remember him for, and uh... it's really just the, that. I mean, people don't even know yeah. about Bel Air. There's billboards. Yeah. There's bus buses with the 
you know, the posters. Um, Wait, it's out? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know it was out. Well, there you go. Yeah. Why and it's not even – it was supposed to go to Peacock. It's not on Peacock. It's on some fake – YouTube? Yeah, it was on like Quibi or whatever the new Quibi is because <laughs> someone posted it. And I was like, what? What is this? It was like there or or whatever. Now is the network. I don't, I, someone in the low-res <clears throat> headshot Facebook group posted the trailer and I – this is just something that got a little too carried away. This should have been fan fiction. This should have been a fan film that you get yeah. like the dude who played. You get Alfonso Ribeiro to appear in the fan film and then just leave it be. And that's it. Just, just like the Power Rangers. Dance, mm-hmm. dance for 30 seconds. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of depressing because uh, for about, what, 10, 15 years, he dominated where he was like leading men. I guess he was... He was the Tiger Woods of filmmaking, you know, the say the black guy that's like everyone likes him, everyone's gonna root for him. Whatever movie you put him in, it's a character that everyone's gonna root for. So uh what early two thousands he was like a huge blockbuster star and now late nineties like, to about two thousand one or two thousand two, I would say he was right. on a roll. Uh only a couple of people really managed to dominate the culture for that period of time. I think Jim Carrey had like a good four or five years. Will Smith had it for a while because he transitioned into rap or like clean hip hop and yeah. had, uh, you know, his Miami album and, and all that, <laughs> which were really popular. Dude, it's really embarrassing to uh, say, but I had, I rec- so um, before MP3s, I don't know if you remember this, but um uh, before you were able to just easily get music or get a, a CD or whatever, it was expensive. Uh, you could just record songs from the radio. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the thing here. We would just buy a tape and then you would just call the radio station. And you'd be like, I want this song. Uh, can you give me a lead into it or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then they would just do like a 20 second and then you can record the song on your cassette tape on the, on the, on the thing. Um, I remember Miami was one of those songs where I was like, this song is awesome. Yeah. This song rules. I'm like 17. And I was like, this is this is what hip hop is. This is cool. <laughs> it's, like, it's not dangerous at all. He's just having fun in Miami. Hell yeah. uh, so I have, a, I have a, a tape somewhere in my house <laughs> that has that song with like the intro from a Costa Rican radio station. So that's... <laughs> That's cool. That's a good nostalgia cool. relic. You know, look, I mean, back yeah. in the late 90s, early aughts, you know, you wouldn't, if you're trying to like drop, yeah, I like Biggie, I like Tupac, I like the game, you know, you wouldn't drop, I like Will Smith, I like Big Willie yeah. style, but all those yeah. were fucking bangers back in the day. Miami, Men in Black, the theme song. That's it. That was good stuff. That's it. What's the, what's Getting the next Getting jiggy one? with uh, it. Right, Okay. Because the two of us was another one. That was he good. Was, yeah. 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 Why not? His little kid. With his little kid that he lost, not the one he abandoned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember that video where he had like, one of them was like 15. He's like, oh no, not 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 him. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's uh, Jaden who's like eight. He's cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaden's my real yeah. son. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dylan, Dylan Smith, he says, the Bel Air show is based off an unofficial trailer like that of the Dirty Laundry short, which we watched during the Punisher show. Yeah. So Bel Air was originally just a, a, like a fan film concoction 
that was released to YouTube. And then somehow someone put it in front of Will Smith. And he was like, you know what? This needs to happen. This needs you to be what? a real that, thing. You guys know that scene where I, I, uh, I tell Uncle, what's his name? Uncle Phil, that how come no one wants me? Remember that scene? <laughs> hey, how about we make that scene a whole show? Great. All right, well, <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll do that. And uh, no one's watching it. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, and, and uh, I, I guess I've been sick of this for like 15 years, but like they're redoing Futurama now. And Again. Hulu is doing like 20 episodes of that. It's kind of like, what? why like is it just like nothing is hitting like those things used to hit back in the day so it's like let's just you know let's take advantage of this uh audience that's already existed but i i saw a couple of people excited about it it's like have you guys not seen or paid attention to any remake or redo that's come out in the past 10 years where nothing fucking works you know you can't it's like the beauty and butthead thing it's like cool i'm I'm, you know what i like uh i like the creator he's good I just don't think that that type of humor worked for the revival to begin with, which was in what, like 2004, something like that. It, yeah, you know, it was around um, 2004, 2005, maybe 2006. But wasn't there supposed to be a Beavis and Butthead show revival a couple of years ago that never came out? Or maybe it did come out. And I, I don't remember. No. But now he's doing a movie where it was. A, I, I remember us talking about it when it was originally announced that they were bringing back Beavis and Butthead again. And I, yeah. I had the opinion, and maybe you did or Jerry did, which is that this has been milked. Do it yeah. as old people. Do them as what, however they would be right now, and then that would be maybe good. And then they weren't going to do that. And now it seems right. like they are going to do that, and as a movie. But it's also like it's two very simple characters. So it's not that they're going to have any wisdom to share when they're older. Mm-hmm. They're just going to still be kind of stupid and they just look like shit now more i guess so I, I i don't know where the audience is for like those uh like dumbass jokes because that's what that show was just a couple of like slacker dumbasses uh being that i can't imagine that working on 2022 or 23 whenever it comes out culture at all uh, I also heard that there was like a King of the Hill revival thing yeah. working too. And it's just like, what? no. Like it's just been off it the be. air for what, like five years or so? What, King of the Hill? Yeah. That hasn't no, been that like long, has it? 15. No, it's been a while, yeah. Uh, I think that should end it in, uh, I want to say 2010, 2012. Hmm. All right. All right. So maybe time is just moving faster, which it does feel like it is moving faster. But. Uh, Futurama, I also had the impression... Hold on. 2008, that's where that ended. King of the Hill? Yeah. No, wait. 2010, it says here. All right, whatever. Uh, Futurama, though, was on Comedy Central up until, what, 2014, 2015? But all just replaying old episodes, Mm -mm. right? No, No? they brought it back. Was it still gone? Oh, I didn't even hear anything. Did a couple of direct-to-video movies, which were the first episodes of the seasons. Um, packaged as one, and then they brought it back uh, full scale, like they did with Family Guy. Isn't even cool. I don't know. I I just I don't know. I feel like every time they try to revive something like that, it's just reeks Waste. of desperation. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, it just reeks of like, uh, we're not even going to try to do anything creatively uh, interesting because that's not going to make us any money. But how about we just revive something that people recognize this from 20 years ago, even if the jokes don't work, because culture has changed so much in 20 years. So I'm not excited about <laughs> I'm not excited about it. I like my judge. I think he's very talented. Uh, but as as someone that used to watch uh, videos about it with his dad when I was like eight, and I was not supposed to watch it. Like this is definitely not something that I'm excited about. I feel like they they are not getting why that show is good. It's gonna have them be sensitive and like get shit now. I guess they're old. I don't care if they're still gonna be the same shitheads. Like just old. I still don't see like an appeal to it. You know, like I don't I don't really want to know what they became. Uh, do you ever see that movie, the Peace uh, About to Do America? Yeah, I, you know, I wasn't even that familiar with the series when I was a kid because I wasn't allowed yeah. to watch it. But I rented the movie right. from the video store, so that was kind of my real introduction of Beavis and Butthead. Okay. Well, uh, I, I think that movie does a really good job as just introducing these characters to uh, maybe scenarios where they wouldn't fit, and it's funny and it works for the time. I can't, and then maybe it's just that I'm completely out of the loop when it comes to animation that I can't imagine something like this working and, and getting an audience that's not like the same audience that it's had for years. Uh, but of those people, like our, our uh, 1992 MTV fans still looking for shit to look for. And if they are, it's like a, a modern day Beavis and Butthead thing, something they'd be interested in because personally... I was I was adamant about the revival they did, and then I was gonna buy the DVDs, and then I realized they're not gonna do any music uh, videos, which was maybe the no, funniest the, part of the right, show. The expense of that would be out of right. control. So it's like okay, so now we're just gonna write story, even though I feel like the 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 reason why the series worked uh, in the nineties was because. Uh, you just have these episodes sprinkled in between the videos, which mm. was the thing that would attract everyone, right? Now you can't really do that. So you're going to have to create a narrative out of these characters that are very much not interesting in any way other than just being shitheads and calling things gay. Uh, so I don't know. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not looking forward to it, just like any other revival thing that you know they, people bring up. It's like, I don't know. Like I've seen enough of this. I don't need it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, I mean, where can they even really go with Futurama? I mean, Futurama. I guess if you think about it, has the most potential and, and like the most ideas you Maybe, could yeah. draw from it. If you if you stack right. it up next to the Family Guy or Beavis and Butthead, they're in space. They can do whatever they want. They can go back in time. They can go forward in time. Yeah. They can play it any which way, but they don't. So as long as you have the same general creative heads that are you know, fronting that ship. What's the point? They're also bringing back Ren and Stimpy. They weren't going to do that, but they are doing it after all. Which well, that, I, I learned that, a little that, bit more about the the bad blood between, because I guess um, Billy West, who did the voice of, of Stimpy and then later did the voice of Ren as well, has bad blood with John Kay. Someone tweeted out, oh, uh, is it wrong that I'm so excited about this new Ren and Stimpy show? without John Kay's involvement, I think it's going to be the best version yet. 
And Billy West said, nope, you're not wrong for thinking that. Which is, I mean, look, John Kay has done some uh, not very good things with teenage yeah. girls. Uh, but still, that dude, you, you yeah. kind of owe him thanks for your career, Billy West. Well, we go we go back to the, you know, damage uh, creator, damage artist. where, where damage uh, artist, of course, yeah, behind me. Where it's like, he's, exactly. Yes, like he's creating something different and new and fresh. Don't look into his personal life because it's kind of a creep. <laughs> yeah. You know, but but he was creating something that was completely different. Just I still like Little Richard. Seen... Right. I still but but it was in the fifties, so he was getting arrested for just being black. But uh I still like something that sticks out from Rem and Stim Ren and Stimpy a lot that you still don't see in animation was how willing they were to just make their characters gross. Mm -hmm. Uh we which you don't really see now because you're supposed to make the characters likable but those uh zoom ins into like their faces or whatever you see just very gross skin or gross whatever it's not something that you really see on animation anymore i feel like everything is very safe so it would be cool i think if john k was uh involved because he was the creative mind behind that if he's not involved then it it's going to just be someone that maybe doesn't get what the cartoon is trying to redo the formula that worked before. And mm -hmm. that that's never, you know, that never works. Right. Well, they, so, they tried doing that for two seasons and it didn't work. The right. humor became a little too SpongeBobby, I guess. But even yeah. SpongeBob was edgier than late Ren and Stimpy. But here's, here's the, the source of the bad blood. Cause what happened was, um, John, I watched, there's a good episode of Howard Stern when Howard Stern was a total piece of shit, racist, sexist asshole, not the, the very soft Howard Stern he is today. Um, he brought in Billy West, who was a regular guy of his, like think, you know how Robert Kelly or someone like that was on Opie and Anthony. That's how Billy West was on Howard Stern. And he said, you know, we have a surprise get. He tried to catch him off guard, but they met in the bathroom. This was right after John Kay got fired by Nickelodeon for Ren and Stimpy. Um, said, we have a special guest in today. It's John Kay, knowing it's going to be very uncomfortable for his boy, Billy West. And they got into the whole ordeal. And what happened was Billy West said, John, if they fire you, I'm walking too. And then they said, Billy. Would you like millions of dollars to do the voice of Ren? And Billy West said, yeah, I can do that. Okay. And uh, never phoned John Kay. And so what happened was a betrayal. So a bunch of people at Spumco lost their jobs and walked out with John, but they needed both. They needed one of, one of Ren or Stimpy to hang around so they could do the show. And Billy West was the holdover so they could continue the show. Fucked everything up. They did two terrible seasons. John Kay hated his guts. And so there's a very awkward interaction between the two, stretched out over 35 minutes. And Billy, wife's, uh, uh, Billy West's wife calls and is like, don't let John talk to you like that. And Billy West uh, is just kind of clammy and nervous and trying to be um, not passive aggressive, but he's tr trying to deflect like, ha ha, yeah, I guess I'm a scumbag. Ha ha, yeah. Uh, but he like it's a weak pussy kind of guy thing. Like, you're just taking this beating and you're trying to make a joke of it, but it's not a joke to this guy. And Howard Stern is your buddy right yeah. now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I guess, what this is a continuation of. 
So we're gonna get more Billy West and less John K. Well, John K is kind of a perfectionist fuck up anyway, in that he takes too long to deliver things because he can't he can't just let it go. So that was the problem with Ren and Stimpy to begin with, and then he crowdfunded a cartoon for uh, George Licker, American, and that didn't work out because he never finished it because he was always just this very traditional animation kind of guy. Um, and it doesn't seem like he's up to much lately. He appeared in the Ren and Stimpy documentary to explain why he was grooming a 13-year-old girl and gave her a job at his company and made her, had her move in with him and stuff. But that was oh, Yeah, what was his reasoning there? He liked her. That's That was his reasoning. He, uh, he was trying to get some kid pussy, I guess. You know, that's what you do at Nickelodeon in the 90s. To ask anyone. Everyone was doing it. <laughs> Yeah, you got uh I think we're gonna get name, banned uh, on Twitch for me saying kid pussy. <laughs> yeah, it was like you were very willing to say that. Those two words next to each other. <laughs> you got that Brian Singer movie uh kid penis, right? Not kid pussy, so I guess it would be different. <laughs> oh he, he hold on. Dylan Dylan Smithy says he did finish the uh the short, George Licker American. That's a great no. name. I'm st- I stole that name for the next project, but I think I got to change it because I don't want. I hope John K is not a litigious fellow. He might be. George anyway. Licker, America. Yeah, American. Called. George Licker, comma American. I love John K in spite of his devious actions yeah. with children. That's horrible. At least he's well, not Dan Schneider. Of, you know, he's not impressed. There's also a lot of a, a lot of car- <laughs> yeah, and ruining their lives completely. Uh, he, uh, famous girls, I guess. Um, there's a a lot of modern day cartoons that have just completely tried to steal that style of like weird, wonky animation. None of it really worked. Uh, and it's, it's weird how, uh, because I'm not, I'm not very much into that whole animation world. So I'm not very familiar with most things, but, uh, uh, it's difficult to find something that's, uh, rewatchable, I guess, uh, when it comes to like comedy, like funny things. Uh, Dr. Katz is a show that I feel is still very underrated when mm. it comes to that because uh, the animation looked like shit. Uh, and uh, I feel like they were doing podcasts before podcasts because they would just bring comedians and then they would just do their bits. Yeah, that's exactly what their that bits. was. Yeah. Right. So that show is still holds up. I, I, watch a couple of louis episodes the other day it's still funny uh but i feel like uh, something like red and stimpy uh it's definitely lighted in a bottle uh everything that goes into making that show where if you try to like steal uh, a couple of elements from it if you don't go all the way in then it's not going to work as well as it did previously and uh that's probably what's going to end up happening with this with this revival i guess with billy west wanting to make money <laughs> money Oh, yeah. And who could blame him? Now, listen, I I will say also, when you go, I mean, we've we've said this before when talking about Ren Stippy, but when you, it really is lightning in a bottle, because I also feel like if the the corporation did not stifle Ren and Stimpy during that time, then you get the unfiltered version. We saw what that was, and that was horrible. John Kay's version of Ren and Stimpy he did for, for, what was it, TNN, Spike TV, when they rebranded, was really not good. It was uh, over-the-top gratuitous, like a... just a pervy 50s cartoon. 
yeah. style with them Benny, grabbing Benny Hill with dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. <laughs> so that that's bad too. But then you go in the opposite direction, and that sucks. So it was really just a perfect moment for Ren and Stimpy to have its two seasons and then bounce. Yeah. Um. Uh, any any final thoughts on the Academy Awards? Because we're now almost close to three hours, I think, with this this show. Uh, we've been doing a lot of. Yeah. We've been cutting back on the two shows a week and doing one long podcast instead. I think that's going to be the vibe of movie season six. Well, um, how do you feel about like sharks that like to go surfing? So they become like surf sharks. You know what I mean? And then, and then you try to like access a website that might not have the content in your area. And then you realize, you know what, if I was a, a surf shark, and I had a promotional code. I might be able to. <laughs> I don't know what the fucking code is, Hans. I don't have that pulled up right now. Look, I might have gotten a passive aggressive email recently from Surfshark VPN, who I asked for their sponsorship. I said, hey, could you guys sponsor us? And I haven't said a damn thing about it on any of these shows. Nobody yes. knows we what our code is for so they can sign up for Surfshark VPN. It's probably just low res. Just try yeah. low res at checkout if you want to see that what what gets you there. It might yeah. get you some. I think it's like eighty percent off. I think it's something crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a good deal. Otherwise, just uh, DM low res on Twitter so that you can ask for that code. I don't have it. I don't know what it is. I just know that uh, they're not very happy because we haven't no, mentioned them in like a month. <laughs> We're supposed to be mentioning our, on every episode. It's we like, didn't oh. even, listen. We didn't even put out shows on iTunes or Spotify <laughs> for a month. We've just been recording shows in secret for people who pay. Yeah. Now, Surfshark VPN is a good service. I've yeah. never used it. I, as a matter of fact, have um, uh, what's the standard <laughs> VPN? Nord. Nord. Yeah, I have Nord VPN, but they didn't want to pay us as much. So Surfshark VPN, yeah, um, that's really that. where you want to go. And try Lowrez yeah. at checkout, or try Surfshark VPN slash Lowrez. Something might show up there. And if that doesn't work, try Lowrez W. Hans, huh, you want to just verify this in real time? We can see how yeah. how it plays. It might be Lowrez WB. It might need a couple of extra characters. So yeah, let's see. Uh, with Surfshark dot slash Lowrez doesn't mm. work. Does not work. Okay, okay. Nope. Let's figure this out. If now you I don't want to search that slash uh, Lores. Does not work either. <laughs> so I don't. Um, this is this is great. Uh, listen, I I live in a third world country, so uh, the content that we get on our streaming services over here is very limited because all these streaming companies have to pay for rights for the movies for them to even be released on our countries which is why I had to illegally download The Matrix because HBO Max wouldn't let me watch it. Uh, and any, you know, any other movies like that also, uh, places like Netflix has uh, different content. Or, hey, what was that uh, funny anecdote when you were trying to watch The Matrix? What you, said, you said, hold on, Lois, is, is this The Matrix? And it was just, uh, I think it was like a, a Brazilian woman with a penis inserting it into a man. I said, no, you downloaded trans porn, Hans. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go. I don't want to agree to that. That didn't happen, you fuck. No, no they have it over Facebook uh, message. No, I'm pretty sure. No, it was a, it was a video about a trans man shaming another trans man for having a little penis. 
you know, it's like, is this the, is this the reloading of the I matrix? Think, I, I think, it was, I think, it was, I think it was actually like, oh, look at this little penis, and then you suck on yeah. it. It was like a humiliation yeah. kink porn. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. And then, then he came on him on slow motion, and the camera moved around so you would see the cum shirt going through his face. And then before the cum shirt hit his face, he said, uh, surfshark.com <laughs> slash low rest for one month try whatever the i don't even know what the promotion is <laughs> but uh they're 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 cool uh so i watched that uh alternative version of the matrix if you want to watch that alternative version of the matrix just go to uh surfshark.com now costa rica is a very christian country this is what a lot of you don't yeah. know so the only way he could have watched it was through surfshark yeah. vpn now i'm yes. trying to find uh, I'm trying to find what exactly the thing is here because um, I'm looking through my email. I got so much stuff, and it's just not there. The worst, the worst plug in the history of plugs ever. Uh, yes, uh, when I was growing up, uh, they tried to bring uh, Passion of the Christ. No, not Passion of the Christ. Uh, the Last Temptation of Christ into Costa Rica. And our priests were like, you cannot do that. So there was a huge thing, and the movie was banned from entering the country. Now, if you want to watch that movie full of, like, Jesus horniness and him wearing an axe and trying to kill people, then you can go to surfshark.com slash something that has to do with our show. Movies, maybe? I don't know. A a slash slash three slashes in movies. Um, and then, and then you'll find that uh, that movie is probably not streaming anywhere uh, unless you get like the Criterion Collection. But uh, that, that's just an example of a bad movie that you could see here. And you can now. You yes, know. I love movies. <laughs> hey, Hans. Um, safety and security are two very important aspects. Even we must deal with them on a daily basis. And sometimes it can be really hard to find the right solutions. Wouldn't it be great if there was one solution which gets rid of most of the problems? Most of the problems John Kay was probably facing at a certain point during his tenure at Nickelodeon. Now, tell me about it. Most internet users aren't even aware of the amount of surveillance, limitation, and data mining done with the personal information, with their personal information, on a daily right. basis. Yeah. Surfshark VPN can get rid of all of these problems for you with an easy-to-use, one-for-all solution. Now, Surfshark turns you into an anonymous and hard-to-trace online user and makes yep. the Internet a safer and more enjoyable place for you. With the click of a button, you can forget about data mining and intrusive advertisements. Do you yep. know, hey, do you know what forget geo-blocking about. is? You can forget about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was yeah, how they geo- did these these ad reads on <laughs> Talking Sopranos, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, geo blocking. Geo blocking. No, what is that? Now, what is that? Lower now, okay. Tell all right. So, geo blocking. So, Disney Plus or Netflix, for example, have different movies for each country. Now, what? Yeah. So, your HBO Max you were talking about, you might you don't have yeah. the same movies as me. I get the good stuff. They give you like Beethoven Second. Yeah. Now, great movie. Great. Yeah. Great Charles Grodin film. Uh, Now, access should not be tied to nationality. So this is kind of political, wouldn't you say? This is kind of communist. No no nations, no borders. That's Uh, right. Access should, I just said, Surfshark gives you all the access you need 
Just connect to the yeah. service and refresh mm -hmm. and refresh the page. Access granted. I use Surfshark uh, every day. <laughs> it automatically starts up whenever I whenever I start my PC, and whenever I need it, I activate it with just one click. Use promo code promo code. <laughs> it doesn't. Um, it's uh, it, to get eighty. Holy shit! No, no, this is a good deal. To get eighty three percent off. Plus, how are they gonna know <laughs> the promo code is promo code? <laughs> plus. Plus three extra months for free. Surfshark yeah. offers a 30-day yeah. money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. That's right. Surf with your own set of rules. The link is in yeah. the description. Is it, it going to be? It better cool. be. I, I'll, yeah. I, I don't know. There's, uh, there's quite a bit here. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, so go that's... get it. Uh, so you're not me in, uh, in 2000 and. I'm not fucking looking at 1995 as an eight year old wanted to see the last temptation of Christ and not being able to because uh because of uh Christian priests Christian priests are terrifying now hold on a second the code at yeah. checkout is low res so there we go we okay. kept it simple you didn't even have all to right. see all that when I said it the first time we're okay so yeah. go to go to yeah. go to go to Surfshark VPN Check out with low risk. Which is surfshark.com? Surfshark VP or <clears throat> Surf Surfshark.hasoffers.com is the <laughs> get you hold on. Now there, are you we... getting Hispanic on me? Dot com? <laughs> no, there's a look, there is a link here. There's a link. We do have a link. Yeah. HTTP yeah. HTTPS okay. Backslash backslash surfshark dot deals yeah. slash low res will bring you to Surfshark VPN. Okay, and then you just sign up for that with your credit card, and uh, and uh, that'll. That's right. Now you help. could just email yeah. me your credit card information. I could do that for you, or that you go better. to the link. Yeah. So that that's the episode. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was a smooth fifteen minutes to figure out what. Hey, what, uh, practice Surfshark makes perfect. VPN. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what do you want to watch? Fucking Costa Rican movies playing Costa Rica? Fuck no. You want to watch some Japanese movie that doesn't even have subtitles? So go to Surfshark VPN so you can be safe of those Asian people attacking your computer. Exactly. For watching things without subtitles, which is illegal in Japan. Which and he's when he says Asian, he means Pakistani Asian. Technically, yeah. they are an Asian people. Yep, booba, open boobs. Those guys, they're watching the movies that you should be watching because they have uh, Surfshark. Surfshark. No, Surfshark dot deal slash low res. I love a good deal. That's what everybody always that, says: is you always get the best deals with low res. Now you know what I might I might sign up for that because I do sign up. Here's what you do: we VPN. both sign up and quit after we get the money back guarantee. We quit I mean, and then we get paid be for it. Because it's know be saying. Yeah. I think it's fine. I don't think anyone from the company is listening at the two hour forty two minute mark. I think we can say whatever the hell we want. Now I told people to do this with Amazon. Amazon's been vying for for me once more, so I would plug Audible and I use Audible. But you know what? I don't. I don't like fifteen dollar turnover rates. I want eighty dollar turnover rates minimum. 
that's my price. Joe Rogan, how much is how much and does I Ethan mean, Klein make per ad? Fifteen grand, something like that. I'll, I'll mean, do it for this, eighty. With this blog that we're delivering, definitely eighty eighty dollars. <laughs> Amazon, hey, Amazon didn't have a problem with me. I don't understand why Surfshark VPN would have anything to say. Now, Amazon.com slash low res to get uh, a discount on nothing. What is this? That's not a thing. Mars Parasite is trying to put fake links in the chat for this. Don't listen to him. Mars Parasite is a virus. Oh, no. I don't want that. Oh, no. Yeah. Don't listen to anyway. that. Anyway. Anyway. <clears throat> that's been movies for this week. Uh, follow Hans, Hans Akindos on Instagram, H word name on Twitter. You know where to find me, Lores Wonder Bread on everything. I have been seeing the YouTube numbers go up. I don't know why I hardly upload. Maybe that's the key. Maybe, you know, distance makes the heart grow fonder, right? That's what they always say. Yeah. So that seems to be yeah. in effect here. I'm just waiting to get another new 100 or 200 subscribers from going on Monkey Jones podcast whenever that happens again. Maybe he's sick of me. We'll see. All right. That's yeah. been that's been movies for this week. Thank you for listening.